0: The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend, then fade to myth, and are long forgot when the age comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of doom. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time. It was a beginning.
1: This is the Queens of Fantasy podcast, a podcast dedicated to deeply analyzing, discussing, and reading fantasy series alongside other readers. Each season of this podcast is dedicated to a specific fantasy series and or author. In this season, we are discussing The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. The queens in this podcast include myself, Alex, Marissa, and Taylor. We are your guides and companions for your adventure through various fantasy worlds. Marissa just did a bow. None of (laughs)
2: you could see. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna fess up to that because I didn't mean to make you laugh, but also um I'm. I'm immensely happy that you did. because I was like if You heard is...
1: my laugh. That's why. <laughs>
2: yeah. So that was, I'm sorry. Your intro was so beautiful. And I was actually going to make a comment about how, how amazing it sounds like you sound so much like confident in it, even though we've only done this like Incredible. four times now. But then I ruined it for you. <laughs> so I'm so sorry.
0: No, that's good. I love that. <laughs> we've been a little chaotic today, uh, so it's fine. It's OK. We love the yeah, chaos. Yeah,
1: tonight is a bit of a, cha- a chaotic uh, podcast, potentially. Get ready. <laughs> Who knows? i've eaten a lot of sugar before so
2: literally <laughs> never, never sipping on happen. a latte aka liquid sugar <laughs> so
1: <Yep>. basically <laughs> let's do this starbucks didn't have any of the things i want wanted it's very upsetting uh, anyways wait
2: unnamed coffee company we right. don't want to oh no 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 are not, not affiliated with <laughs> that was not unless, a sponsorship or an ad unless they want to <laughs> or a review
1: yeah, maybe get on that no, or it's a review yes. <laughs> it's late it actually didn't happen it's friday i get it But, you know. (laughs) All right. Okay. We are on book two currently. We just read, and by we, I mean these two, because I've already finished the book again. We read from the prologue to the end of chapter 20.
2: Correct? Both of you? Yes, sure I did. just double checked because I had a panic attack. Yes, <laughs> Wait, I, read I need to read. might
1: have needed to read one more chapter. <laughs> just
2: give me fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'll
1: be right back. Uh, yeah, and basically, so I'll just give the little two, two sentence summary. So we've got Lord Rand now because he's all fancy. Lord Rand pushes away his friend, tells the Amaryllin seat that he won't be used, and yet somehow still gets pushed in the direction she wants, potentially. The hunt begins. Egwene and Nynaeve travel to the White Tower and learn what it's like to be novices. They aren't quite at the White Tower by the end of this, but they, they enter see it. it. Yeah, they get they there.
2: They enter the White Tower, and that's where it ended. Okay, they do enter <laughs> <Yeah>. All right, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Nothing that happened in the White Tower do we know about other than... Uh... They did get a little training on the way. They got some training on the way. I I would like to retitle this section. All right.
1: (laughs) We didn't have a title. (laughs) Tell me.
2: Well, you know, instead of part one, this is part I want to kill Rand. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I am am so done with this man. Freaking Rand. (laughs) I, not only do I hate every single time Perrin and Rand are like, I wish the, shut up. (laughs) shut up (laughs) stop you're fine you're fine stop it the other one doesn't know how to talk to girls you clearly don't know how to talk to girls (laughs) neither of you know neither of you know nobody knows they included Matt on this one which I was like finally you remember you have a third (laughs) friend oh right (laughs) Matt (laughs) there is a third member of this group at least Matt could make a joke Matt would would just like jump dump flower on them like that's not a joke
1: yeah Matt would prank
2: yeah this is not this was Man, I, it was actually getting so tiresome, so tiresome. I was, I was annoyed. Yeah. I was like, I, and then I was just sitting there, and I was like, you know what? It's perfect that he's the dragon because I will not feel bad if he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I had that thought. Incredible. And I feel mean because, like, I know I'm gonna like him more in the coming books, or like he he gets better because he would have to. I, oh, I'm heated about this. <laughs> it might be the sugar, but I'm heated.
1: Thoughts on Rand, Tay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rand (laughs) he tried not to say much but you said a lot uh, with that
0: (laughs) he can stop anytime like just i don't think he can i think that's the problem (laughs) he can't stop at any time just everything he did i was just like uh,
2: yeah come on i know we're gonna go into more detail so i won't pull it like specific details but i was like getting so sick of him and i had them all flagged like <laughs> not even all of them actually because i was like i'm going to run out of tabs if i flag every time this man annoys me like we're not going to get out of chapter 3
1: i have to say and maybe this will be some consolation knowing his whole arc he annoys me a lot less this time of me reading it i do remember being annoyed the first time but knowing his whole story you know what did help me i felt less annoyed by this
2: lan Lan <laughs> cured it. I was I was pissed. I was upset. I was like, I hate this. I'm gonna come in. And then Lan had like three lines and I was like, Kim, fine. I'm good. <laughs> Everything's good again.
1: Okay oh, Yeah, we love Lan.
2: <laughs> Screaming, crying, throwing up. That was me.
1: Uh yeah. Classic.
0: So how do you really feel anything...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, I should have anything else said super annoy clearer. you as much as Rand did. <laughs> I think he really took this part of the book and ran with it just it was truly. all him all me rolling my eyes anytime he like looked at Celine, i was just like Ugh, even
2: before stop. then though like <laughs> even in like a- everything he did in fact i was less annoyed by him by the end of the part than i was at the beginning because i was at least making up reasons why he was acting that way and why it was a good thing yeah i was way more annoyed at the start like it he started saw me into loyal at the start I oh so i tough. i was like you know what dude like and then loyal was like it's all good so like, it's it's good fine. we're fine we're froze it's cool yeah. and then matt was like you hurt my feelings
1: that <laughs> was, was like, like so like, i don't want to be around you
2: yeah i was like you know not there <laughs> that you might be possessed by a dagger you had a reason to act like this yeah yeah this is true Rans,
1: just listen Rans, i don't want to justify him because he is annoying but he he doesn't want his you know destiny here basically and so, Unfortunately for him, it pretty much means he's gonna go mad and die. Like that's what yeah. that's what he's been taught. So he's not he's not having a good time accepting this. Yeah. But he also pushes it onto the eyes Sedai, I feel like, and he's like, You're making like this is your fault. And it's not necessarily their fault, except that they found him.
2: But I like I wanna get in more detail, but I wanna wait until you go through the summary because otherwise I'm gonna start pulling out specific sections <laughs> and I can feel myself. So not to not to tell you what pace to take our podcast to that. <laughs> You know, but, you know our leader, us you know, like, get, like, get into like, it kind of thing. But like, uh, yeah, I can't talk about it anymore. Or else, I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, let's start at the beginning of this book, The Great Hunt. Our prologue. We have a man called Boars, and they say a man called Boars very often. At what seems to be like a dark friend meeting, I guess, where he a little convention. Yeah, a little, little dark friend. You know, party dark time. con. Yeah, dark, dark con. <laughs> dark friend con. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets orders from Balsamon I guess he's still around and uh, scopes out some other dark friends we see uh, Shinaran some eyes Sedai, high ladies he kind of picks out all different people and like points out where they're from because I don't know he's so good at doing that <laughs> whatever <It's like> looking <laughs> and Taylor at actually caught shoes. yeah he's like ooh and he's like
0: oh Ilian <laughs> like oh okay <laughs> <Tara> bonner yeah mm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Taylor actually caught the the little like hint about the clothing afterwards. So you kind of have a insight into who he is because I remember the first time I did not catch that.
0: Well, immediately with him being a man called Bors, like so that's not his real name. That's not how we're going to know him. But yeah. we're going to know him as someone else in this story. And I think we ran into him later on, but he is definitely a a a child of the light questioner. So
1: and which one? Who do you think who's your guesses on who he is? Curious.
0: Um, oh, no, I don't have the name in front of me, but we do encounter a questioner later on. So whether or not he's actually that particular one, I guess we'll uh we'll find out, read and find out.
1: Yep, you didn't find out. Next up after this prologue which it has so many details. There's just, like, so much information put right in front of you to figure out. Just in wonder I missed the whole, you know, questioner thing the first time. But then we get some some training montage where Rand is is training with Lan to really, try That's and, not how I felt about it. To try and at least act like he's earned the Heron Marked Blade. And Lan explains to him what the Heron Marked Blade is and why it's so special.
2: And Which, like, also just this started my frustration with Rand. <laughs> Because he was just like, What do you mean it's extra special? I was like, like buddy. Buddy. You've been
1: called out everywhere.
2: This like, <laughs> sword has like, gotten like, so this much is attention. Just a regular, this is just a regular hair and bark blade. <laughs> like you're first of all. Also stop arguing with people. Just <laughs> like I need this boy, this boy, this literal child, to stop arguing with people when they're trying to tell him something. He's like, No, that's not correct. <laughs> You're like, what do you know? a shepherd
0: from a small town. Back off. <laughs> yeah, he'll oh. tell you that a few times. I'm just a shepherd. Like, okay. Yeah, but he but wants he to argue. I not believe it. <laughs> Um, and uh,
1: Rand has a lot of reasons here why he hasn't left the city yet, which I just love him coming up with all these reasons. Land's like, okay, well I also, just leave then. So like, this was go f- away.
2: This was the first use of my gray tag, which was like the <laughs> oh, least... that is the worst color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my my partner came in while I was reading it, and he was like, "Oh, that's the best color in the pack. I I really like that color." I was like, "Really?" Because I'm using it for the character. I don't like <laughs>
0: red flag, red flag.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he literally, I put it on because when land revealed that this like this had been like the time period that we're in past the other book and he still hasn't left I was like I uh, like that I don't know why that annoyed me more than anything else I was like (laughs) just leave (laughs) like I no I do know why it annoyed because he he is so fake noble he's like I'm gonna leave all my friends I'm not gonna do it right now but I'm gonna leave all my (laughs) friends so that I can protect them not right now but I'm gonna leave all my friends. like you should feel bad for me. I'm gonna leave all my friends and I'm gonna keep them safe I'm by leaving. go off by myself. And then it's in the lens, like, Kate, hey, are you gonna go? And he's like, Well, I can't read him at all. <laughs> Silly.
1: <laughs> the wheel weaves is the
0: wheel wills. Yeah. Uh
2: also his obsession, and I maybe I'm just like like this is where I have a little bit of something with for him, but he keeps being like, Tam is my father, Tam is my father, but Tam is my father. And I'm like, dude, maybe this is like my twenty-first century mind coming in, but like he can still be your father. And you not like not yeah. biologically,
0: yeah. Like he raised you. Nobody, so you can nobody call is him your dad. saying you
2: cannot call this man father anymore. Like he's <laughs> so defensive, he's like, I he's still my father. It's Like, like no yeah. matter what anyone says, he he maybe <sighs> didn't have anything to do with your birth, <laughs> and nobody's
1: telling him that Tam is not no, doesn't get to be his father. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, he's it's it's all in his. Rand
1: is really really in his feels this whole book. You know the cancer uh, the cancer placement. vibes are
2: strong in this one. <laughs>
1: yes. He's really really up in his feels.
2: Yeah, I also, so, like, I I just, I love, like, Lan calls him out a couple times, but he even says, like, you know, all, like, he breaks down every single one of his excuses, and then Mm -hmm. he was like, and you're still not gone, so, like, what the heck?
1: Yeah, Lan is kind of the star of the first little chunk there. Like, he is, A, calling out Ran on his lame excuses, and then he helps him out big time when it comes to the Amarillo seat meeting. Like, he he preps him, he makes him wear a certain type of outfit, he's like, Which, again face Rand, it on your feet
2: not happy about it. he's like how dare you cram my Burn, head full oh my of <laughs> this nonsense and make me wear fancy clothes yes Matt's he was gonna upset make about fun his clothing too <laughs> it just it was the style
0: the clothes seem way nicer just accept it <laughs> i mean one also, cloak did have a dragon symbol on it so he was like okay she just wants me to be killed that's fine that's fine i do feel like i'm like okay maybe the dragon's a little a little much.
1: <laughs> Maybe let's, let's calm down. Maybe not put it. a dragon on his jacket.
2: <laughs> we also learn in this section very much that like Moraine has been ignoring him, mm-hmm. and he is real bothered by it. <laughs> like the dude is not okay with the fact that Moraine is ignoring him, and also he's he he he, he keeps bringing up Egwene to Lan, and I just love this line where Lan says, "You'll think she'll you think she'll give up becoming an Aes Sedai for a life of wandering with." you <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> the scorn
1: with which that was said <laughs> like as if ren as and, if. He,
2: and then he goes on like the rest of the line is like he might like love is a weird thing but i was just like the this shade of like How dare you, and like rightfully so, like how dare you ask her to give up everything, like also put herself in danger? Mm -hmm. Because if she's not trained correctly, like it's a dangerous thing. Plus, like
1: you're doomed to go insane.
2: (laughs) And you want her to come with you. And then he's like, well, no, of course not. I'm like, yeah, you do. Shut up. Like, (laughs) stop arguing with people. Which
0: absolutely goes against everything he said to Egwene the entire first book, which is, oh my God, get out of here go home this dangerous yeah. pretty little girl get out it's not safe and now he's like oh Egwene, yeah Egwene, come with she me. she is pretty he's enough to keep Egwene. around
2: <laughs> uh so there was another line that I mean, look into your eyes drew the ick from me i i i'm serious like hate rant in this section <laughs> i don't know this no i do know why this bothered me but he's looking at the clothes and he's like well this one's kind of nice and i'll just pick the stitching out when I get a chance. And and the oh, line is exactly he has seen women picking out embroidery when they had made a mistake or changed their mind on the pattern and it did not look very hard and i was do you like know
1: how infuriating it is to pick stitches out of clothes because it's not fun
2: <laughs> but this is the entire mindset also he's like i can just pick it out it won't like leave a messed up mess <laughs> i can just pick this out obviously the women do it it can't be that hard <laughs> like he hasn't been absolutely schooled by every woman that we've come across so far like literally everyone uh. men like <laughs>
0: elaine yeah
2: like every woman he's met has been like you are wrong and here's how you're wrong and he's like i can still do things better than them it's easy <laughs> they're just women
1: yeah no truly though picking out embroidery is actually so like yeah it's, i was it's like, a painful process it's very <laughs> tedious
0: hilarious get bent Rand. get bent <laughs> The
1: Amaranth seat
2: arrives in Valdara and Rand and be- Rand continues
1: to freak the out the smartest person yet.
2: in the world. Oh, I'll leave now. <laughs> He's like, "I'll leave now. There but there can't be anything dangerous in just looking from a distance. I'll keep moving and be gone before she even knows I was there." I put a red flag on that one. It's the reddest color I had, so it's- more brown but the, the reddest color I had because I was like well, I'm sure this will end well for you
1: the wheel is is weaving him into the pattern <laughs> to
2: be fair I don't think it's the wheel it's him <laughs> like he's like oh I'm just getting pulled in all these directions you didn't leave like you actively sat there for a month and True. was like I'll go tomorrow and then a moment came where you should have been gone already and he was like well why do bad things always happen <laughs> it's like I had no time to prepare
1: everything always happens to me Uh. and
2: he's running around the cat sorry this is ahead of where we are but he's running around the like castle being like i have to leave and i'm like i don't like am i supposed to feel bad for you that you didn't (laughs) it took a month for you to work up the nerve to leave you were never leaving
1: the funniest part is like moraine is playing him so hard by not talking to him (laughs) she is just like leading him on (laughs) there
2: she's like you don't want to talk to me you don't want to do what i say yeah Fine.
1: and this is when we find out about his fancy clothes being replaced and he can't find a good hiding spot he's just very stressed at this situation which is when he goes down to where matt and perrin are just having a good time he insults both his friends and loyal and at, during his attempts to get out and like pulls the typical like i don't want you there <laughs> like uh very edward white and fang. bella i don't want you to come
2: <laughs> Very. he's white fang <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> like I, a but new like... girl <laughs> I, I can't I can't all I was picturing which like if you've not seen New Girl go watch the whole thing because it's amazing but all I could think of was Schmidt like <laughs> it was it had that effectiveness go again to, he's like go again and it's like Obviously, you're gonna hurt their feelings, but like everyone knows what you're doing. Like, stop. <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> I, I
1: no, hate noble, this trope,
2: and we're supposed to. I'm supposed to.
1: This is one of my. Besides, like the lack of communication trope. Like, I hate the. I'll I'll make you feel bad, so you get like I'll make you mad at me, so you leave. It just it's so
2: irritating. Well, it is a mis- miscommunication trope. Yeah, yeah I like so, if yeah, they yeah. had that's that's just the is, it told it's, him it's, what was him happening. Being like, hey, I got to get out of here. I can explain. I'm very dangerous for you to be around, like yeah, they would have asked questions, yeah, they might have tried to come with him, but like to be honest, he probably could have convinced them like they they've they've encountered enough at this point that I think they might have just taken his word for it,
1: but also like just pull them aside and be like, look, I'm who I like tell them who you you tell them who you are like,
2: what yeah, yeah those it's are your actually two best a dream friends. with the boys right like they yeah. don't actually like so when when we got revealed that they were friends and they were from this village, I was expecting like, they these are the three everything. best friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was guitars. expecting like a journey together, like a fellowship. Like, I was expecting like uh, to BFFs the to the end, protect each other, make some mistakes along the way. And really, they've each just decided, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going to do anything with that other person. Perrin is sitting here being like, I'm not telling anyone about my eyes. Matt is like, let's not talk about the traumatic experience I have. <laughs> Matt's I don't remember <laughs> and Rand the worst of all is like I'm actually just gonna insult you and then when it doesn't work I'm gonna be upset that you won't talk
0: to me yeah that's true literally like, so sorry. <laughs> like he does this and then like cries about it for the next however this is what many I mean. chapters oh yeah, like,
2: no he's full noble like he, this entire section was him just being like i'm gonna do the right thing no matter the personal cost to myself oh i did the wrong thing oh why do bad things happen <laughs> it's like why why are you pouting
1: and i get i, I do get that his like whole thing is like uh, like if you found out you were basically doomed to go mad and die i get you'd probably be it's just a traumatic thing to find out but it is so like repeated so much here and he's like i don't want it i don't want it it's just like stop it's also, I, just, I don't know so like <laughs> just the, accept it
2: the thing that i really struggled with and this is going to come up later is his he he's only pushing against the eyes that I, mm. everyone else can take this man by the hand and be like you should do this and he'd he'll be like absolutely This is a great idea. Even though it's clearly bad things are happening, (laughs) bad vibes all around, we'll get to it. But the Aes Sedai are like, hey, like, we want to help you so that you don't go mad. And he's like, you can't use me. Like, he's, (laughs) I won't be used. He's actually crazy about it. Like, he is absolutely unhinged when it comes to the Aes Sedai, which is so, there's also another point in this section where he's like, he's like going on and on about how much he doesn't like him the I said Sedai and then he's like I wish Moraine was here and I'm like I I actually like I just I, I want
0: to throw you off a cliff <laughs> like getting whiplash unhinged much. Much is
1: is a, a common theme <laughs> throughout this section for sure
0: do you feel like
1: part of the reason it's so annoying is that like the danger that he's in is not like you don't feel it very much yet no no it's just no
2: the reason i'm annoyed is because he says things like if i was home and still alive what would i be doing at least i wouldn't have to worry about what the ass that i are gonna do to me i just i don't have sympathy for this kid like i do i do have sympathy for him but he had the opportunity to leave he had and like yes he's gonna get pulled back in because he's still real like and all, all this stuff but instead of trying literally anything he sat there and it essentially for a month <laughs> for a month and then the amaryllis seat amaryllis seat yeah. shows up and what blew my mind was he was on his way out the door being like i gotta go man like this is they're burning my clothes like i don't know what's going on like get me out of here and like clearly in a state of like you need to leave right now like you've gotten the final warning Get out. And then he's like, I'm going to look at her. And I'm like, you know what? Two things. One, this is obviously... It's just... Obviously a bad idea. Like <laughs> subjectively, objectively. It's like going it's a back into idea. the
1: house in a horror yes, movie. Literally. It is, <laughs> it is
2: going by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all the things. And two, you did this once. <laughs> you went to go get a glimpse of a queen. And what happened? You almost died. You have not learned anything. <laughs> and so it's just really like I feel for him on the sense of like, yes, he's found out that he's the dragon born and
1: yes his destiny is not his destiny is
2: not super awesome like it's a great story for everyone else to tell but it's not it's not the person you want to be in the story really like you want to be close and like see it but like you don't want to be that person yeah because that's not gonna be a fun time there's a lot of pressure i get it but he's not trying anything he (laughs) wants to sit and pout and i had to remind myself consistently that he's like 19 yes he he's a 19 and I was old like, cancer you know boy <laughs> it, it, it does make more sense when i remember that like i and I, and that's when i was starting to be like hey like i could get through those sections but it it's his lack of like learning his lack of awareness his lack of like awareness of other people
0: his prefrontal his lobe social- is not developed yet
2: it's not but like it should be a little more developed
0: he's a he's a man come on that, do you expect? that does not mean that your your brain is fully developed
2: i i i expect more
0: no i
1: meant he's a man as in it wouldn't be developed yet oh, okay yeah no 19 year old dude
2: yeah <laughs> It's, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I get the nineteen-year-oldness, but like he's not—he's not doing anything except the sword fight. And like to be honest, that was like—that's a good move. Like staying to be trained by Len was not a dumb move.
1: Yeah, but don't. But complain he couldn't about even <laughs>
2: say that that was the reason why. Yeah. I don't know. That was just frustrating. Yeah. Also, if you—I don't know—if you know you're destined to die, would you not like try to make peace with the ones you love? Like instead, he's like, oh, "You just go poke, go away." <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, Egwene has none of it, though, when he's yeah. like, get away. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to actually help you because clearly you're in a state of distress. She's like,
0: I literally know what you're doing. Like, yeah. She's boy. she's like, she, she, I don't think so. One of my
2: favorite lines. <laughs> my mother always told me the best way to learn to deal with a man was to learn to ride a mule. She said they ha- have about equal brains most of the time. Sometimes the, m- the mule is smarter. <laughs> i was like yeah girl you got this (laughs) one of my favorite
0: lines from this section was her hair suddenly made him angry (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) because it's not it's not in a braid and she always wanted in a braid and now it's not in a braid what is she doing how dare she how dare she grow and change how could you do this
2: How dare on to me. be fair he has not grown or changed so i actually get it i actually get him <laughs> being upset that everyone else has changed their mind on a few things infuriating
1: oh, he's just he's just uh, he's, hes distressed aguin has like the not so great idea to hide him in the dungeon and i get her intent here but creepy no thank you <laughs> We go down to see Patton Fane and alternatively,
2: it... I kind of liked it because it made him uh, come to terms with the fact that he is a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if well, it's uh, safe enough for you, going free... down there like every day. Oh, I. <laughs> I this is what I mean like I was so angry at him when he was like if it's safe enough for you I guess I can go and or if Moraine thinks it's safe enough for you and she's like well Moraine doesn't know I go and, and then he lost his mind and I was like you know points to Egwene for not just abandoning this man like I swear if this guy came up to me I'd be like he's over here guys like
0: <laughs> I found, found him right here <laughs>
2: Take me take me away and I'll never see him again.
0: <laughs> In the dungeon, we go past some guards and other prisoners on our way to visit mm-hmm. Pat and Fane, who for whatever reason Egwene is like Unhinged. I'm gonna remind him of home and I can fix him. <laughs> talk with him. Uh, maybe that's why she deals with Rand. That's <laughs> she's,
2: what I was about
0: to she's say. She's got this streak. <laughs>
2: I do think Nynaeve makes a good point about this later is that she was being trained to be a wisdom and she does have the like innate desire to heal Mm -hmm. and he is like a broken man so I was like that it does kind of make sense and like Egwene is kind of empathetic to a fault Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean she puts up with Rand first of all like (laughs) I I, like that that's too much empathy for most for all of us here (laughs) so but like
0: I kind of I was like it's a bad idea but like
2: yeah
1: I mean visiting the dungeons never really ends well
0: when she they pass the guards and the guards are like pretty nasty Mm -hmm. to them they're just like not pleasant and she makes a comment that they get worse every time so i'm wondering like what is happening to them if they're like is Fane given off some darkness that they're like absorbing and like i
2: don't know tay do you think that's what's happening (laughs) it's given those vibes isn't it
0: (laughs) it's it's given it's given given those vibes So we'll find out later yeah (laughs) Fane is not great.
1: <laughs> Maureen also notices on the way, like, Egwene. It it's like, my favorite part. Yeah, the second. So they go to the dungeon, and then Plan they get out by Pat and Fane. He's, he's going crazy. Rand is like, maybe not. And then Egwene is like, okay, here's my second option. I'll hide you in the woman's apartment. Rand is like, absolutely not. I will not do that. And she's like, no Again. one's going to look for you there. Again. Really, like, truly, no one's going to.
2: <laughs> Rand? Do something. You have given zero input to this other than help me. Like,
0: I need help. I'm going to hide in a store closet, which is immediately the first place anyone is looking. Yeah. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. And then on the way to Egwene's room, Maureen notices Egwene and she like disguises him too. So she notices Egwene with someone and Maureen's like, oh, get her go. It's <laughs>
0: <Good laughs> <She's> honor." Like, <laughs> that initiative, she is going to be. The Amaryllin Seat. The best eyes Sedai. star. Sedai. Like, a star. Wow.
1: And Maureen is on her way to be briefed by her very, very good friend, the Amaryllin Seat. <laughs> and she gets, we meet a couple other Aes Sedai here. Uh, Leandrin Sedai and, and one more, who I can't remember, who I think oh, is Blue. Uh, am I, Anaya, yeah.
0: Anaya? Anaya, Anaya mm. Sedai. And, I. and
1: uh, Leandrin is red. And so they kind of lead her off into the emerald seat where i can't exactly remember um how this conversation goes but at first she's kind of like angry at her and then she kicks out leanne leanne
2: yeah she's basically like disciplining her and then she kicks everyone out of the room and she puts up wards and then she's like oh my god my best friend (laughs) yes they're
0: very very good friends Um, when is walking with anaya and Leandrin. Uh like she like asked them for some news of the world. And like we just get a couple updates. Like Elaine and Gowan have made it to Tarvalon, uh, but they were followed by Children of the Light. We got three more false dragons around, most of which have been dealt with. I think all of them have been dealt Did with. should she say
1: the names of them here?
0: Not the names of the dragons. All... We just know they're in Kay. Saldea, Mirandi, and Tear. Yeah. Is it Tyr or Tear? Tear. Like, Tyr. remember That, like, L'Oreal kids shampoo that was, like... No tears, but it was no tears <laughs> in your hair. Are they spelled the same? Yeah, yeah. But like, so I thought at least that it meant if it got in my eyes, I wouldn't have tears. But that was very misleading because I did oh, get it actually, in my no eyes. Tears and in your hair. My <laughs> there eyes. There were tears. <laughs> were tears. I did have tears. <laughs> um, and then there's some general unrest around the world. The seafolk are agitated. Ships flying port to port. Go longshoremen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're. Koromor, which is like their chosen one, is coming, is what they're saying. And the Aiel appear to be stirring too, but they don't have any Aes Sedai up there to like confirm anything. But then Leandrin has this like little moment where she like blurts out Almuth Plain and like looks surprised that she said anything. And that was a red flag for me on Leandrin. So I I think that she was one of the dark friends at Balsamon's little dark friend okay. con. I mean, she has another
1: moment where she's pretty sus yeah, no, when no, she no, talks to didn't. I didn't, uh, I didn't
2: actually catch that I caught a moment later, but yeah. Is it very Lady Melisa? Amarantha? Melissa
1: a- Amarantha. <laughs> Amarantha's wrong. That's a different series. This is
0: Amarantha's
1: villain origin story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has a like, sus moment later on because after, so Maureen meets with the Amaralyn siege, presents the horn, has the private meeting where they're kind of going back and forth about what to do. And it turns out basically Maureen and Suwan have been searching for the dragon for 20 years. And you don't get the why they've been searching yet. And then we kind of get a little, you know, side story here about Bornhall being sent off to Almouth Plain and Leandra and Sedai like going hard on <laughs> a Lady Amelisa here, basically telling her that the black Aja exists. And that she needs to search for these three boys and find them immediately and, like, bring them to her. And she doesn't look awesome in that scenario either.
0: (laughs) She's threatening Amelisa to say that her and Agelmar, who is, like, her brother, um, Mm -hmm. are dark friends, which, like, Amelisa immediately is like, oh my god, no, please don't. And she, Landrin has like, Landrin has this little childhood trick that we started to see the Aes Sedai, most of them have little tricks from their childhood that they still have little uses for, but hers is mm-hmm. making people like open to her arguments and make them want to believe her and want more than anything to be convinced of her rightness. So She's got like this little way of controlling people and like making them want to do things. Things that she suggests which red flag block aja that's my yeah. prediction <laughs>
2: all right yeah I mean that was that was mine too she also has a moment with Nynaeve and Egwene later on where she is training, supposed to be training them yeah and instead she is interrogating them <laughs> <laughs> red flag <laughs> that's
1: look great Leandrin Leandrin is also of the red aja and I don't know if we had an explanation yet, but the red Aja, basically their whole like philosophy is that they find male channelers and and gentle them. yeah, and yeah, cause... we've
2: kind of gotten the I don't know if we got an explanation of that or just lots of hints about it because yeah. they've been talking about keeping brand, obviously very far. From any reds,
0: the red Aja, yeah, they... the red Aja is what men who hate feminism say feminism is. It's just <laughs> these women just hating men. That's uh... it's
2: also who Rand is actually scared of. Can I just say that? Like, yeah, like, yeah Rand but is he's like just getting all ice to die. die. <laughs>
0: Everyone is Red Aja. Yeah. They all want to yeah.
1: gentle me. Because he's so surprised when the Amarylland, like, later on, the Amarylland's like, I'm not going gen- to Like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm the Blue Aja. He... I'm not going to gentle well, you. We'll
2: there. I have lots of thoughts about that conversation.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Red Aja, it's like, <laughs> and I don't like making this comparison, but, like, it looks on the outside like Slytherin. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> just bad <laughs> but they're red their color's red and their whole philosophy is that they they basically gentle male chandlers because they believe that when the dragons come or the dragon comes like it's going to be they'll break the world again that they're not gonna fix it so like they want that out of there and the black aja is basically a rumor that there's some aesidae that have somehow gone to the shadows and like theoretically they would be worse than dark friends because they don't necessarily have to follow the three oaths potentially and would be able to use the one power and lie and that kind of thing so sus that you bring that up and (laughs) scary Hmm.
0: interesting rand wakes
1: from a nap because he was calm enough to nap i guess (laughs) in Egwene's room and Nynaeve tells him she's gone to visit pat and fane and they have a bit of a conversation and then alarm bells start ringing and rand panics Must protect Egwene.
2: Oh my (laughs) god. Nynaeve was like, hey, don't do anything rash. You're supposed to be hidden. And he was, he literally, no, no. I'm running through the women's apartment. I'm revealing to everyone where I am, who I am, what I'm doing. With a weapon. With a weapon. And I'm sure everything will work out fine for me. And then he is very Pikachu face surprised. (laughs) Later on, when when he has to meet with the Amaruln. Like, I'm sorry. Did you think that wasn't going to draw a little bit of attention? Again, this man. I, you know, I could deal with the stupid actions, but it's the stupid actions. And then being like, what do you mean I have consequences?
1: Listen, Aquain was in danger. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, if was in danger what did you want me to do Nobody's saying that they weren't expecting you to do that what they're saying is you now have to deal with consequences of having done that and he wants none of it
0: none absolutely of it he not. wants to do
2: whatever he wants and he wants no one to say anything and he doesn't want it to be because he's the dragon yes yep. he's a shepherd who wants his way no matter what
1: <laughs>
0: he's a shepherd. a shepherd and
1: Tam is his dad <laughs>
0: and I will not so he gets to be a tool for the Aes Sedai I will not absolutely will not be and so
1: he gets down to the dungeon and there's just writing all over the walls, which he immediately starts like trying to hide. And okay, I'm like, I, dude, it's a crime
0: there, scene. There is not just writing <sighs> okay. on the walls. There are <laughs> severed heads and bloody yeah, mush he, he everywhere. I'm going to be
2: honest, though. I'm going to be honest, though. I was on his side.
1: With with the rubbing out
2: yeah. his section. It was a panic move. And I get it. But the fact that if he hadn't done that, on that specific part of the wall I, I don't think
1: Leandrin would not have been so
2: yeah they, it wouldn't have been able to like let him leave as easily that's and true and so I again he was dumb when he did it and I don't think he was thinking it through which I don't like but like to be fair prob- this probably was the best move to do
0: it said uh, yeah, like he was he
2: was shocked that somebody came in and started yelling at him and I was like dude like <laughs> it is a like crime scene dude like I don't know <laughs>
0: The writing that he rubbed out said, "We will meet again on Tommenhead. It is never over, Althor." It was incriminating. Yeah, you know, like it, it, it named him.
1: Yeah, defacing a crime scene to, I guess, get out of you know the incriminating evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tommenhead gets mentioned quite a bit here, and so Patton Fane has escaped, and. Basically, like, Egwene and Matt are down there unconscious. The other two prisoners are
0: dead or slowly dying. <laughs> they, one... Not great things have happened to them. One hung themselves, and the other one is literally scratching at the wall with their hands, like, trying to dig a way out, and their hands are just, like, Yeah, shredded. So, you know, they're having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> not a good time.
1: <laughs> uh, Leandrin is the first one to find Rand, though, and tries to kind of, like, intimidate him, and then we get Again. Moraine to the rescue.
2: I was like this girl she doesn't sort of feels like maybe she's using in on some things
0: on him. I yeah. did
2: like Moraine coming in and being like she was like well he was here. I found him here and Moraine was like I found you here. Like what do you mean? <laughs> I
0: could <laughs> I say the same for you. Same (laughs) argument. Yeah, yeah. There was a little juxtaposition of our two Aes Sedai in the dungeons there. It said Leandrin marched straight down the middle of the hall, holding her skirts up out of the straw with her free hand. But Moraine paused to look at the two prisoners before following. So you've got Leandrin just like keeping her skirts out of this bloody mess and like marching to her goal, and Moraine taking the time to check on the other people around i thought or that was a, look at her surroundings yeah a nice little at least she has a thought for <laughs> other people yeah just one
1: like Maybe some eyes that I aren't so bad, Rand. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. since so Moraine heals Egwene and says Matt has injuries that are beyond her. Yeah. And of course, this stresses Rand out big time.
2: Have we mentioned that the horn and Matt Dagger, Dagger are stolen yes. during this kerfuffle? Yes. Both magical so, objects gone. Trollocs <laughs> invades
1: go. Somehow managed to get into Faldara. Chat and Fane is gone, the the horn is gone, and Matt's dagger is also gone. Which I believe it's Ingtar that's like surprised that the only thing they
0: took was And Matt's dagger being gone means Matt is dying. Not looking good for Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, yeah. yeah, he's once they heal him, he has months.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And it takes I think four as Sedai to heal Matt. So as Ran's leaving <laughs> I think this is funny because so he's leaving and there's an Aes Sedai in there, two Aes Sedai uh, of the Brown Aja, like talking about what's on the walls and they're pointing out different things and the ones like, oh that's so interesting, and Rand's like, oh my god, I can't believe they're like so interested in like things written in blood and I feel like he walked in there and like didn't really pay attention to the heads right away. Like, did, did he even? Mention no, that, that was the first
2: thing he saw. Okay, he and didn't see he the heads. had to. He, there's a line about how the only reason he was able to like not basically lose it at that site was because he didn't know them. And he was very happy that it wasn't guards that he knew.
0: Yeah. The guards had switched since he was down there. Which
2: they meet a much better end anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Very true. <laughs>
1: Lovely. <laughs> So he sees two Aes Sedai kind of like reading what's on the walls and translating it. And then we get a chapter where Moraine um is like meeting with the Amaral seat basically after they've healed Matt and used the Angriel to help heal him. And Varen is in there and she translates the prophecy to them. and I I freaking love Varen in this scene. The way she just like pops out this prophecy and then it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, and I'm assuming one of the boys that's with you is the dragon reborn. And Moraine and Tuan are like, excuse me.
2: <laughs> I need to go, I need to go back really quick. One second to when Lan once again tells Ran to leave if he's <laughs> going to leave. Get out. <laughs> Nobody will stop him. Nobody cares about him. Go, like, make your choice. And Ran's like, but I can't possibly leave with all these people. And and Lan's like, that's fine. But like you need to make your choice, yeah. And then Rand again later Pikachu face when he's <laughs> like, "But I'm gonna leave now," and Lance like, "It's too late." <laughs> yeah,
1: I told you many times. <laughs> You've been here a month. Could have left. Like you time. should
2: feel bad for me, Lance. Like I have no more sympathy. It's gone.
1: <laughs> I told you. I told you point blank. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Yeah. But I do... Back to... The... So, like, they're in whatever chambers they're in, and Varen translating this prophecy. She guesses some things on it, one of them being that Landfear is free in the world again, and a few other different things. It's written in Trollic script, and there was one section that was written, like, in a nicer hand, basically. And so that was the part that was this prophecy, or at least she assumes it's a prophecy. It sounds pro- prophecy-like.
2: Which Moraine and Amaralyn are like, no, that's so weird. It's <laughs> oh, just random words yeah. put together. And <laughs> Varin's like, be a prophecy. <laughs> this is the best puzzle of my life. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and Varin doesn't really care that one of them is the dragon reborn. She kind of just wants to study him. And I, I love Varin. <laughs> yeah, it even
2: says... There's no sign that she realized that she had hurled a lightning bolt. She looked on looked as if she had found she only looked as if she had found another that fit in a puzzle. Yeah. And I was like, I I love the I love this vibe. Maureen's annoyed by her the entire time. And I'm like, i Maureen's like,
1: I might have to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) And Farron is unaware.
2: Farron's like, we are solving a mystery together. I love this. I do get
1: the a little bit of vibe there that maybe she like acts a little bit more unaware because she. Blurts out oh one of them's probably the dragon reborn and just kind of like yeah and then afterwards she's like I can tell that that is true because I can see your reactions so yeah. like she's clearly paying attention to them yeah so the brown aja is dedicated to basically like research and writing books they're books.
2: also very autistic coded <laughs> <laughs> no I am I'm, I'm being honest like they are there's several lines that talk about how they're like not like they're so into like yeah they don't they' saying the that they are they can the, like they hyperfixate? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't, I'm not autistic, so like I can't speak whether this is like super good or even accurate representation, but it was very that coded.
1: Yeah, I see that. I can see that vibe. Uh-huh. I will say
2: one line that really annoyed me was uh, again, man writing women. <laughs> Varen, how I loved you for those sweet cakes <laughs> and for your bosom to weep on, but I will do what I must. I will. I must. Like, yeah, uh, I they might have want to
0: kill you, but your boobs, they were good enough to cry. Have you ever,
2: no, 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 no. Have you, I just questioned, for the the girlies <laughs> in the room have you ever once no <laughs> I've, I've cried on a lot of friends' shoulders. <laughs> Have you ever once referred to it as their bosom? <laughs> Have
0: you ever cried
1: in someone's boobs
0: Alex, Like, Alex, I need to I nuzzle even, like, into your bosom to cry. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> like, no.
2: I just need a little pillow, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, knew gonna, sad.
0: I knew you were going to call it that
1: line because when I, I was listening to it and I was like, bosom. <laughs> it's <laughs> bosom. Just Like, so,
2: like, why? <laughs> I yeah. just, I need, I need any potential. Like, if there's any guys listening and they want to write something, and you know, like I just we we don't think about our boobs near as much as you think about our boobs.
1: <laughs> also, if you said chest, I would have known. <laughs> I've also, like never thought shoulder my bosom, <laughs> like it's never occurred yeah. To come
2: me. come lay your head on my bosom. Like I I've, <laughs> I've never uttered that line.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should. I get that it's like an older <laughs> word, but still, like I wouldn't even say like we wouldn't be laying on someone's chest. Like it's, if you're even if you're hugging them
2: even. Even this is what I mean, though, even in the context of like crying, I would say I cried on somebody's shoulder or I like they held me while I cried. Yeah or they comforted me while I cried, I would never say... I cried on someone's bosom. Like, you know, Alex caught me in an emotional mood today and I cried into her bosom. Like, that's so weird. That's so weird. Yes. Could you imagine if I said that to you? Like, our friendship would never be the same again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, bosom is something else here. (sighs) There is a lot of points in this prophecy. They kind of broke it down. So I've got it broken down in my notes here. And I have some predictions that have stemmed from it it's a prophecy so right. do we want those now i can give them to you later if you would rather uh, yeah, Oh go ahead okay says the man who channels stands alone he gives his friends for sacrifice so i got excited by that because i'm like someone <laughs> is gonna die <laughs> and i'm a little scared for our friends because someone like who who is going to be sacrificed will it be all of them i don't think it will be all of them. I do think it's going to be Loyal who is sacrificed. Sad. Or one, like, there's no way all three boys survive. There's one way, there's one theory I have where they do all survive, but they're all separated. Actually, no, take that back. Rand dies no matter what happens. All right. I, 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 God, <laughs> I hope so.
2: I want that to be true, but like, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I don't, I think, I think this line very heavily the the man who channels stands alone he gives his friends for sacrifice he gives them up for his safety
1: i mean they say these prophecies can be uh, interpreted in many different ways yeah so I like that we have different interpretations here. What else you got, Tay?
0: We've got Luke came to the mountains of doom. Issam waited in the high passes. We, I don't remember reading about Luke, but I do remember Issam. He was the son of Lan, or Lane Mandragorin, who is Lan's uncle. So Issam is Lan's cousin. And he vanished with his mother when the Trollocs overtook Malkier. but it even said in the first book, no one knew if they were alive or dead. They were just gone. And Luke, it explains, was the brother to to Grain. was a daughter heir of Andor, and he vanished into the blight. It says, one did live and one did die, but both are. So I think... One of them died, but is in the hands of the Dark One. Like, he says he's the god of death. Not god. What's the word? No, like,
1: harpinger of death, kind of, basically? Harpinger? Yeah,
0: like, when you die, he owns you. So, yeah, I think he's controlling one of them. And the other one will be found and maybe fight on the Light's side. And I'm hoping Issam is the one that survived like for Lan's sake. But because of that, I'm expecting he's the one the Dark One is controlling, which maybe we're going to get a little sword fight between Lan and his only remaining relative, which could be sad but fun. It mentions Tommen's head, the Watchers on Tommen's head, and the Seed of the Hammer Burns the Ancient Tree, which one of the old names for... Dr Hawking was Hammer Hawk I always say Hawking it's Hawkwing Hawkwing was Hammer of the Light and the Daughter of the Night Landfear I'll just say I think we've met her all right moving on <laughs> So 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 vague, so suspicious. All righty We'll talk about it more later. So yes, we get this prophecy
1: Maureen kind of debates whether or not she has to kill Varen. And then next up, uh, we have Perrin meeting Leanne Sedai. He's trying to visit Matt. And then Lan coaches Rand on what to do as he's been summoned to the Amaryln seat. And yeah, it's like right in the moment as Lan's like, no, no, I was I was gonna leave. <laughs> I was just about to, and Lan was like, Well, it's too late. You should have left when I told you multiple times. What do you mean
2: she wants me? I'm leaving, Lynn. You were right. You should have done that last night. (laughs) (laughs) He is unsympathetic.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Landis give Rand uh, a little gift here though, because he gives him a Menethrin pin and and tells him how to how to face the Ammerlin, much to the the eyes that because they walk in and, and the Ammerlin sees like I- literally you let Land at him. Yeah, <laughs> and Orin's like apparently. <laughs>
2: Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> the Menethrin pin was kind of interesting because he's going into this room and immediately we're getting kind of his backstory with that mm-hmm. he doesn't even know. And it's very not (laughs) Manetheran. Yeah, because Tam is his father. No matter what you say, Marissa, Tam is his father and none of this is real. He's just a a shepherd. How dare you tell him that Tam is not (laughs) his father. I was happy to get the Tam story though. Yeah,
1: Maureen explains a the foretelling they heard and why they don't want to jump to them. So Maureen and Suwan were in the room when like the and, last.
2: And that is the most suspicious thing to Rand is that they don't want to do a bad thing to him because <laughs> like, they Wait should. A second, <laughs> so
1: the thing I was scared you were going to do to me, you don't want to do to me.
2: That means you're sus. more evil than I thought. <laughs>
1: Very sus. <laughs> So Maureen and Zuan have heard this foretelling way back that the Amaryllon Seats Keeper has. Because they're, at this point, they were just accepted, kind of waiting on them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they hear this foretelling and they're the only ones in the room besides the Amaryllon to hear it. Yeah. And it basically says the dragon's reborn. Like he literally is just just been born. <laughs> and then, yeah, Maureen basically, well, both of them and kind of dedicate their life to finding them. So that's why that's why Maureen, this is her her duty, basically. And Rand decides yet again that he's not going to leave <laughs> because he is going to go find the horn and dagger, which is the exact thing the Amaralyn wanted him to do. And he doesn't want to be used by the Amaralyn, but he's going to do it. <laughs>
2: This boy just is thinking he's, you know what? He is doing what I was doing in the first book. I was like, Rand can't be it because all the clues are there. He was like, they can't want me to go on this journey because they're like it sounds like they want me to go on this journey so i'm gonna go on the journey and i'm gonna show them <laughs> ha, I was look like, at that okay <laughs> okay rand. i am not gonna follow I, your plan i i think the funniest part about this whole thing is and, in my head and maybe i'm off base of what the eyes are thinking of rand right now but when he turned around he like he went to go leave he asked permission to leave he's like permission to take my leave and she's like, I give you leave to go, my son. And then he stands there and he decides, you know what? It's not good enough because you told me to leave. So I won't. And then he says, I will not be used. He told them. And then and there was a long silence. As he turned and left, in my head, my headcanon is, is that they're holding back laughter. <laughs> because this, this child is like, I will not be used. It's like, it's like when a toddler throws a tantrum. Yeah, I'm picturing him stamping his feet. And and he's like, I will not go to sleep. I'm just going to go lie in my bed. <laughs> I'm
1: just going to close my eyes. Yeah, not you tired. do that.
2: You don't fall asleep. Like, I I was like, I just like, I just imagined them be like, okay, no, it's very serious.
0: Sorry.
1: Also, the, the Amerlin has another line similar to Moraine's in the last book where how, like, an anchor is not being used or is not being demeaned by being used as an anchor, and basically yeah. that he they're literally being spun out by the pattern to save the world. We're trying to help you save the world, and Randa's still like, he's I don't like, buy absolutely it not at all. You
2: guys have <laughs> ulterior motives, and I will never trust you. Thank you. Yeah,
0: Goodbye. Which is why Moraine has this whole plan to like let him off the leash earlier. She was telling, which was so funny
2: because it's like he's not really
0: no she (laughs) knows that the whole pattern she's like I've got to let him go and then when he comes back we'll uh, help him out but he's got to think he's on his own for a bit (laughs)
2: I know we're trying to move forward, but the next
0: scene. Oh, in my yeah, notes, I'm ready for. I just have Q, Marissa.
2: So, yeah, Nynaeve is looking for Rand because she saw him. I think she sees him leave the room and he looks upset. And so, obviously, because he's a petulant child, she needs to go and <laughs> take care of him. It's not her fault. And then she notices Lan standing there and his back is to her. And she just decides that that's a great moment to look at the man that she's in love with. And I'm all for it. <laughs> I am just... For the record, I am forever burning this line out of my head because it doesn't exist because it gives me a little bit of ick, which is that she says he's old enough to be her father. Okay. <laughs> so I read that
1: too. And I was like, oh, is going to be gross. Just so we know. Okay. I will explain something to you. Aes Sedai, when they're trained, you live for longer. And warders also get that power when they become warders. So warders do live longer. That's
2: fine. We're good again. So okay. she, So the- <laughs> should she
1: become an Aes Sedai, we'll live for like hundreds of years. It's
2: fine. It's all good now. Yeah. It's, I'm good with it. It's <laughs> I okay. knew you were going to be
1: rooted it out. I was like, <laughs> I, promise? It's, it's actually fine. <laughs> it's
2: good. It's good. It's good. Now, now I don't have to burn that from my brain because I, I was telling you that I was just gonna forget that that was ever said yeah. so never mention it to me again but i'm good now so thank you uh this whole scene i could just read it out loud and just die in this moment but he essentially explains to her that she she first of all she has like a couple alex moments. i think what are alex moments please tell no, me I
0: have is cry. it the if i cry oh, now yeah, no, i no, will no, kill yeah, myself
2: yeah. <laughs> if i cry now i will <laughs> So, like she she says, if I cry now, I will kill myself. And I was like, oh, it's just Alex. Like, I could, I've actually, I think I've heard you say that. Yeah. Like, if I cry for right. this person, I will actually just... That's it for me. Mm. But he she is like, I embarrass myself by admitting all my feelings to you. Like, I will never do that again. Please leave me alone. So he, sorry, I'm ahead of myself. He turns around, obviously <laughs> sees her staring at him and Check she's him like, out. I'm going to leave. And then he's like, no, no, no. And he's trying to talk to her and she's. She's really having none of it. She's like, no, I'm embarrassed. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And he's going on about how, you know, he never said no to her. You know, we got a little misogyny. Like, we got a little misogyny here. But like, it's okay. Uh, it, like, no man could call himself a man if he was only offering that kind of a life because he's destined to die. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm just a village woman, too. Like, she's piling on. Like, he's he's having a rough she's go She's trying here. to make
0: him feel really bad. Yeah, and it's
2: working. And then he says, the Dark One take Rand and the Emerlin seat both. I will make you a gift and make you and you will take it if I have to chain it around your neck. And I swooned. <laughs> I swooned. Okay. It's an old world word, but I swooned. Like I woo. <laughs> And he gives Won't her... use bosom,
1: but I will use swoon. <laughs> yeah,
2: swoon? Fine. Bosom, ick. So it's this ring of the Malkiri kings. Malkiri kings, yeah. Yeah. And he explains that essentially this is this is just like a secret power for her. If She shows it places they're going to like treat her better and let her in. It's basically like a token free for all. It's a get out of jail free card for Naive. And I love that for her. It also says, Send it to me. He says, Send it to me or a message marked with it, and I will come to you without delay and without fail. This I swear. I swooned a second time. So just so everyone knows. (laughs) And that's where she says, If I cry now, I will kill myself. And then he calls her uh, Mashara. But- yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, I don't know what that means. And then it's translated for me on the next page, which is beloved of heart and soul, but a lost love. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this story. Like, again, you know, 134 pages of Rand was cured <laughs> with two pages of Night Land. He's
1: like, it, you're right about like the respect there. Yes. Between them is just uh, it's so great.
2: Yeah. That- they both, well, like, they see, like, I'm going to just say this over and over until they are a thing, but they they literally see each other
0: and they talk in that way. And I just, I love it.
2: Yeah, it's a great time. We
0: do see her. Yeah, I'm done now. Her jealousy for Moraine.
2: Oh, yes. I was going to mention that. So, yeah, which I, I don't, like, it's not a good look on Nynaeve that she's like, like, it's, it's. It's petty and she knows it's petty, but I get it at the same time because it is like, it would be different if they were in a relationship and she was like, I'm still jealous of Moraine, like, back off, girl. But the unrequited love and then him being at Moraine's beck and call and her not really loving Moraine to begin with, like, it would would drive you crazy. (laughs) It would suck. But that was an interesting thing that uh, I feel like also explains a lot of her actions in the the previous book and explains just kind of her overall hatred for Maureen even as she's accepting more of the Aes Sedai-ness. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah well and then we have Rand to say bye to Wayne and that's that's what he does. <laughs>
0: he's like guess I'm never gonna see you again because you're gonna be an Aes Sedai and I'm not gonna be a tool for the Aes Sedai so this is goodbye. <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> cool.
2: Also he's so boring with his desire to like forget about her for the rest of the section everyone who hasn't read it yet uh all you hear anytime he thinks of her is well the next time i see her she'll probably want to gentle me so she doesn't matter anyway that's Not it
0: all I-, I
1: said i want to gentle you rand you just had that proven to you someone she literally with
0: you. <laughs> she literally says like i'm gonna go train i'm gonna find a way to help you he's like no she's gonna gentle me <laughs> like, immediately was me. again pity card yeah <laughs> immediately she- she says, listen to me, you great ox. I am going to be an Aes Sedai, and I will find a way to help you. Rand is in his distress era. He's upset.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's like, finally get to leave the castle? Pity me. I have nice clothes. Like,
0: uh, I it's don't want to go anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. So both groups are ready to head out, and an arrow narrowly misses both Rand and the Amaralyn. Okay, hey,
2: just quick note here. Everyone is way too chill about this. <laughs> The like, okay, we're, we're going. Yeah, that's fine. Just figure Somebody it out. dies. <laughs> literally. literally. Literally dies. Somebody is struck by this arrow that came out of nowhere. And they're all like, and and then he's like, no, no, no. Stay. No, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is like an odd moment where everybody's just like, well,
2: okay, goodbye. I guess
1: this guy just had. <laughs> I guess we should leave. <laughs> I do love, though, that the Amarylline, like, she's been hit and, like, she's bleeding like, I think it's her hand that's, like, nicked, basically. And there's blood on her clothes, but she just, like, lets everybody see that there's blood on her clothes. I don't know. Like, she's sitting in her, like, palaquin or whatever yeah. she's in. And, like, her arm is out for everybody to see that she's healed, but she was bleeding. I-, I don't know. I just, I liked the moment where she's sitting there in full view, like, showing everybody that this didn't she, really She is a her. rock
2: star of symbols.
1: Yeah. The Watcher of the Seals and Flame of Tarvalin, I think is what her title is. Rand tries to speak to Matt and Baron, but they absolutely do not want anything to do with him here. They're like, get away. Especially Matt sees the the outfit that Rand's got on. He's like, "Mm, yeah, I guess you do want to be a lord. So (laughs) which
2: to be honest, again, Rand's like, I'm just a shepherd, but like also he's not acting
0: like a shepherd. Yeah, clearly not.
2: He's 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 acting like a lord. Like Matt kind of has a point. Matt's being a little bit annoying about it, but he has a point. Yeah, and yeah. So the hunt,
1: the hunt heads out, led by Ingtar, uh, Lord Ingtar, and a sniffer, Huron
2: the sniffer was my favorite thing ever yeah here in-
1: <laughs> so Ow. a sniffer it's it's just like a weird special power kind of like min's special power where they can just they smell violence and so he can he can and, smell like, the trails violence and stuff, yeah right? and trails and dark runs so like he can smell the way to the horn basically what do you think that smells also, like
0: like what does murder <laughs> Not good. It smell
2: good it like. smells good <laughs> Yeah, not... Maybe it's like gas, you know, it's like
0: rotten eggs or something. Ooh, yeah. You know, maybe. A little maybe
1: like it's Yeah, smells like blood. I don't know. <laughs> the, the first village we get to is empty. The second one has a fade nailed to a door. And we, I believe, when do we cross the river here? Because it might be between the first and second when they go across and they see the people yeah. skinned alive on the yeah. the tree
0: shangu and nadal the two guards that so the guards did not meet a great end and (laughs) not fun noted that they were the two people that were missing after aglimar locked down the keep so we are meant to assume they are the dark friends that let in which the trollocs
2: yeah but ingtar does have enough trust in the justice system to not presume their guilt and to bury them yes he wants to bury them. So I was like, you know, good
0: moving, Tar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. He doesn't want that on his conscience.
2: At Ingtar,
1: the Ingtar's a you go, go ahead. I was just saying, Ingtar. Ingtar's like, he's like a good leader here. He just,
0: yeah. he wants to, you know what? He knows them as friends, and he's gonna bury them as friends. At the first village, Uno sees a woman in the window, but she like disappears, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, a woman he's, in white. he's a woman in white. Which is mentioned in the prologue. Um, and he's like, "Oh, he's he just saw a curtain because like she's gone. They can't find him." I I think I can't, we meet with Rand, the woman.
2: That <laughs> I can't. This man, no.
0: So I'm <laughs> confident we meet her. All right. No, <laughs> this episode. <really. laughs>
1: So the second, yeah, the second village has a fade nailed to a door, which is disgusting. And they're, like, pretty shaken by this because, like, what could possibly do that to, like, the evil, the most evil thing we know of Again, the bad things? Again,
2: it's the Shadar Lagoth thing. It's, like, what is driving the Trollocs? Again, yeah. the greater evil. Yeah. And Rand
1: escapes some sort of weird trap like he like sees like a scene being replayed and he's in like slow motion he's in a time loop Um, episode
2: yeah he was he was literally (laughs) in a time loop episode
1: and i was like looking through the chapter summaries here as i was writing these notes and it said he gets out by using the one power. I didn't get that.
2: I did. I yeah. did. Okay, yeah. you did? So because yeah, he he's talking about the void, which is how he accesses the one power, I believe, if I'm remembering. Like, yeah. Although
0: I was more curious about why the time loop stopped each time. Like they something bursts in and they look at it and then the time loop stops. I was, was assuming it was just like the Trollocs coming in but it seems like maybe it was something worse than that so as when i was reading it i was like why don't we get to Fain. see what it is potentially faint.
2: also i kind of took that as like a little bit of a circular thing in and of itself because he came in so it's like he's trapped in a loop of his own making right like they turned to the door yeah not that i think that that was what they originally were looking at but like that is like like what he is what set the yeah yeah yeah. so sorry it's not the void he it's something about him being like hot or yeah so he gets hot and then he was tearing at something he did not know what or how cobwebs made of steel moon beams carved from stone and well, then it kind of goes on about how he has this, like, just intensity, and then it's gone.
0: Heat and light is used a lot when he's using the power.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So after this, Rand
1: kind of learns from Ingtar that he is second in command, and that freaks Rand out. And he also which, gives you know, him
2: every good thought I had about Ingtar before that. I was like, oh, he <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Ingtar's uh, decision. It wasn't Ingtar's But decision. he was just yeah,
1: carrying out the command. And he gives them the dragon banner, which Rand is like, God, I thought I could get away from my destiny
2: <laughs> oh no i might have done exactly what the eyes said i wanted ah, scary <laughs> and his
1: friend uh friends confront him and then ren finally just tells them he's the dragon and ren, matt is like okay bye <laughs> cool see ya <laughs> i do not want to be anywhere near you goodbye yeah and uh, perrin is like he
2: actually says
1: i think i'll sleep as far away from you as i can or something along those lines
2: yeah so yeah he <laughs> Oh, is this when he tells them?
1: They're like in the forest, kind of in a clearing. And he like had unwrapped the banner. And then Matt, I think, is oh, making yeah, fun yeah. of
2: him so for he being said, a lord. I actually have it flagged because I was like, so first off, Matt's already going up in my books. Like, we're just going to reveal that right now. But he <laughs> says, I may be a fool, but I intend to be a live fool. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Wow. Self-awareness. A- you've learned. <laughs> wow. I love that for you. <laughs> oh. And then he goes on. He actually says a little bit more. He says that he's grateful that he came all this way for him but you're just not the same anymore you understand that don't you and then he yeah which i was like air ish also i don't think rand has a right to be upset because he's like trying to push them away for the first little bit yeah and he then, literally like, is trying to push them away and then when they it finally... works and he's like oh no
1: because When he tells them that he's the dragon, like he could have, if he had said this originally, they wouldn't have been mad at him. He actually says that
0: he is a false dragon that the Aes Sedai, like the Aes Sedai want him to be a false dragon.
2: And I was going to talk about this because I I wanted to strangle him when he said false dragon. Like, just tell them the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That the Aes Sedai control. Like, he also makes such a point to make it sound so much worse than it is and like that's where i was like you know what matt is in the right here like like that's a bad situation to be in i feel like the dragon reborn would be a better person to be around than like a false the false a false dragon led by the eyes. like he really makes it sound awful yeah and perrin's pretty understanding
1: yeah perrin's like you should run (laughs) much like lan said But then he also says there might be a point where you can't run anymore, or like you, yeah. or something along with them. Like, look at the words of wisdom from Perrin.
2: Yeah. So again, everyone has learned something except, except. Rand. Growth <laughs> not for Rand. No, it's it's not it's not
0: Rand's growth growth era right now. Everything <laughs> that Rand has learned that you know his Tam isn't his real father, that he is the dragon. Everything it, he just denies everything he's learned. Yeah. He denies. Yeah, he wants out.
1: Next up, we've got Egwene and Nynaeve getting lessons each night from like a different Aes Sedai. She, like I think the first one's Varen. They have a lesson from Leanne. They have a lesson from uh, Leandrin. of male names here. And Egwene has these like dreams where she knows that Rand is in trouble or something. And she goes and tells a brown sister she's trying to find Maureen, but Maureen uh, isn't there. It's a blue sister. Don't I
0: feel is it a blue sister? It's, I it was it's like- Anaya. Is it Anaya?
1: Anaya. Okay. Yeah. And Anaya suggests that she might be a dreamer, and thinks that's like Ooh. kind of an interesting thing. And she's like,
2: "Don't worry, little girl. It's fine. Like we'll we'll deal with it when we get to the tower."
1: Egwene's <laughs> like a little stressed. Um,
2: also, they start their lessons right and. Nynaeve gets absolutely schooled <laughs> by Baron. I love when Varen's like, "Did I did I mention that novices have to yeah, do chores?" So she <laughs> cuz usually the younger novice the better she does because of all this and then she goes into what the accepted do and what the novices do. And you know, if she just does a few lessons, she could probably be the accepted once she's there so that cuz she she'll have a firm grasp on it. And she just keeps going, which do you prefer? And Nynaeve keeps like sitting back down, being like, Well, I guess I'll stay a little bit longer. And I'm like, I love so this is the stubbornness that I love from Nynaeve that I don't love from Rand because Nynaeve is willing, like, she's not always willing to admit that she's folding, but she folds yeah. when she needs to. Like she definitely knows when the where the line is. Yeah. And Rand is like, I'm actually just going to Even be if she stubborn. doesn't
1: always want to admit it to herself.
2: Yeah. So she but she'll she'll do the thing. That is logical, yeah, even eventually. if she hates it. Yeah. Rand is just like, I will not accept anything. No, it- notes. thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm perfect. <laughs> and, you know, Egwene might have been right because she thinks Rand is in danger. And the next day, Rand, Huron, and Loyal wake up to find everyone Shocking. gone.
2: Shocking. I was <laughs> shocked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're in a different world, it seems. So Loyal recognizes um, a stone. They call them portal stones and Rand's attempts to try and get them back, but it doesn't work out. Yeah, so they're Shockingly,
2: in... you need to be able to access the one power. Yeah. To... Or the power to be able to use these stones. So they're all very confused how this happened. Yeah. And well, Ren's like, so weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Ran acts, acts like a lord here and he's like, you know what? We're going to get back. I'm going to make sure we get back. And it we makes might... Hiran so happy.
2: Yeah. Hiran like almost forces him into it because Hiran is like upset. Yeah. Hiran's ab-
1: about to panic. Rand
2: realizes that if he keeps insisting he's not a lord, this man is going to lose it. <laughs> like, this man is not okay not Ran's being And Rand's like, ran. hey,
1: I gotta get my mental health in check a little bit yeah. so that I can keep everybody <laughs> else's morale better. <laughs> and it's funny because maybe that's, like, if if the whole goal was kind of to get Rand to act like a lord, maybe they just needed him to have, like, a little, like, less people. So he just needed to lead two people for a little just bit. Just need
2: fewer <laughs> people. He needed he needed a small group at first. Yes. He just, this he was like, a control eased group.
1: into it. But Huron says he can still smell the trail, so they decide, but they okay. they smell weird. Yeah, they smell odd.
2: They're odd and they're faint.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an odd smell. But that's pretty much the only thing they can do. So they're like, okay, well, let's follow the trail then. And then back in regular world. Regular world. <laughs> Perrin uses his wolf powers to find the trail. Like very, very, very reluctantly uses his wolf powers to find the trail. And he... Tells Ingtar, which is surprising because I don't even think he's told Matt or Rand. No, he hasn't Mm-mm. told Matt
2: or Rand. And Ingtar is like, cool, I'm okay with that. We're gonna tell everyone that you're just a sniffer because <laughs> some people might think it's a little weird and they might not follow you. Matt is having
1: none of it too when this happens. And Matt
2: is like, everybody is going crazy except for me. <laughs> and I would like nothing to do with any of you. And I'm like I would
0: like my dagger and I want to go home. Yeah.
2: i'm really done
0: with this (laughs) trip the bulls named Perrin, young bull young bull which i don't love love that for him oh you do know i
2: i love it because i think that's what he is in wolf form like he really is a bull in a china shop like Mm -hmm. he can't control Mm -hmm. it he's very reluctant about it he's he's he uses it like he when he uses it it's not fully in control he's growling at people like it's he's imagining tearing men's throats out like he's not in control of Same this parent. and <laughs> i feel like i love the wolves just being like it almost feels like they're poking a little bit of fun at it while also respecting the fact that like he will grow out of it yeah like young bull isn't I love the way,
1: and I don't know if it gets explicitly described here or previously, but the way the wolves' names are described. Yeah. Because that's.
2: It's more like feelings.
1: It's exactly how I would imagine animals would communicate in a pack like that. Like, Mm -hmm. their name would be something obscure, and it's only really described as a feeling. So when they're just trying to describe it in words, it's not quite right, but like, it's as close as you can get.
2: Also, Matt is having a little bit of separation anxiety, and Inktar reveals that somebody is following them, and Matt, precious. See, now he's precious. He's really <laughs> switching it up on me. Maybe it's Rand. I knew he wouldn't run out on me.
1: <laughs> oh. Even though you ditched him.
2: <laughs> no, he slept on the other side of camp. He didn't leave. <laughs> oh, sweet
0: Matt. <laughs> it's not Rand, though. It's Varen. It is not. It's Varen yeah, it Sedai. Very...
1: Yep. Moraine sent her off to, to meet with them.
0: Matt, comments. That it's Rand she's after, not the horn. Because when she like shows up mm-hmm. and starts asking questions, that's more what she's interested in.
2: Yeah,
1: she wants to study him. She's very curious.
2: But it's not playing out great for his falsely described new identity that he's given his friends. In the sense that now they've sent an Aes Sedai there and they're looking for Rand. Yeah. It's like, well, like she's going to control him. Yeah,
1: I love Baron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we've got... Rand, Huron, and Loyal traveling through a creepy, almost like faded landscape. And it's described very weirdly. Like it's super disorientating. I'm like, Taylor, we get motion sickness immediately. When Literally. She's walking.
0: <laughs> my note says this land makes me motion sick. <laughs> immediately.
1: Like the ways are fine, but it, like, this zooms, land is no, not okay. Too much. <laughs> it zooms in and out when you're like turning your head.
0: It just, it's stressful. Like, it's, uh, also, when, when Marissa oh, said ahead. that the ways, we're taking all your senses away. That sounds so much better than this I'm sensory overload of this weird war. It's, like, it's like a 3D ride at I, 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 a theme park. I get park. how
2: upsetting this is, but I'm also on the side that the ways were upsetting in the exact opposite way. And <laughs> I'm still alone in that ship, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> it's a creepy world.
2: It doesn't I will, feel great. I do like the part where Loyal makes a quarterstaff and he he he's pretty conf- like he the, I, sorry he's not actually conflicted. I think he's surprised that he's not conflicted. Yeah. Because even though that would be the only reason he would make a quarterstaff is when he knows it's necessary, but he I think he even says that the land wanted him to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he says like something about how we don't often we don't make weapons from trees. When I was singing this, it felt like the land wanted to be made yeah. into a weapon. And the so land was glad. Big creepiness. This whole world is is creepy, for sure. <laughs> and uh, do we get the like vision with Rand yes. or do we get the monument first? No, we get the vision. The vision first. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just reading my...
2: Which I... So sorry. I know these are scary. I know I should feel bad for him. I wanted to throttle him. He was like, you're dead. Like he's not clearly not Rand. <laughs> Balsamon is not dead. Also, we skipped past the part where Rand fully said Balsamon's real name.
0: That's why in... he thinks the alarms went off. Like he started the whole yeah. chain of events that got Egwin and Matt. Yeah. Egwin yeah. and Matt. That is true. Yes.
2: And I just, I don't care if he didn't cause it or caused it. I really don't care about that. The audacity. <laughs>
1: really That's he's like, like I have speaking to the devil's name was it he's like he's she's
2: dead, dead. <laughs> no, my name's like, okay, like why did you I say that like why why are you doing
0: this yeah unnecessary stop like, stop she's like i know you felt uh, his attention turn to you like you you yeah, know you felt you, you felt that it's like the eye of, sauron, like, the eye to of you. sauron yeah
2: it's like it's like he's jumping up and down being like hey look at me hey, <laughs> why?" trying do I to get to mordor
1: so yeah, Balzaman appears in Rand in some sort of vision, dream, something. And basically Rand's hand gets branded with the heron from his sword. It's like a, a burn and it, yeah. it's burned into his hand.
2: We also have Balzaman pointing out how odd his followers are. So in terms of like story, I find this interesting because like, of course, I like odd followers. I like interesting new Kind of people, like people you wouldn't expect them to be around. But I think it's also interesting now that I'm thinking about it that Balzamon is noting that they're odd because potentially this is this is new or this is not something that has been here in these cycles before. Mm-hmm. Potentially,
1: what
0: does he call him here? Does he name him Kinslayer? Kinslayer. Okay, so he's calling yeah, him Kinslayer. He's calling uh, him Luz he- Theron. Like, just, yeah, Luz yeah. Theron. He's yeah. like, oh, I I know every name you've ever had. Something that we glazed over when Egwene had the dream where she felt Rand was in trouble, she saw Balzamon, A masked man. Um, Yes. Yeah, who Ba'alsamon, was Balzaman? But, like-
2: <laughs> but she doesn't know that.
0: No, she doesn't know. So she wouldn't she just knows it. that yeah. he's like yeah. dangerous. Um, but he sees her too. He's kind of surprised to see her there. And... Here he mentions the girl who tries to watch over you, a poor guardian and weak. So that's Egwene that he's
1: and Rand doesn't know he's commenting
0: on either. and Rand. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, know that also, she's again, seeing him. And
2: being the dumbest person ever. Sorry, I just I like even not knowing that she's having dreams. Like he calls her a girl, somebody who cares about you, who wants to protect you. Once we watch over, how is that not a like, how Like, how do you not have the fleeting thought that maybe it's a Gwen? It's like, girl?
0: Also, Moraine's not a girl. Also,
2: the amount of times that a Gwaine is just thinking of Rand during this section, and Rand is like, a Gwen who? Like, <laughs> I don't even remember her. We also have a section where, and you know, a father of lies can be taken with a grain of salt, everything he says, but he indicates that this will be the last battle and things will not repeat no matter what happens this Um, time
0: you die
2: this time you die and will be destroyed will utterly. Begin, and this time the cycle will not begin anew with your death. This time the wheel will be broken, whatever you do, and the world remade to a new mold. Might be scare tactics. Might be legit.
1: I have so many things to say about I that, know, but, but can't I cannot speak them. them.
2: <laughs> also, we have a great line from him. He has really good lines. Like, Balzmod is like, very eloquent. He's, he's dropping some pretty poetry as <laughs> he's threatening everyone. And Rand is like, you can't touch me. Never. I walk in the light. You, can't, you can never touch me. And he says, touch you? Touch you? I can consume you. Taste it and know as I knew. Chills. <laughs> he also says, Osman is eloquent.
1: Do you want to see my face?
0: And <laughs> Ren's <Man's> like, <laughs> no it's like oh you should (laughs) absolutely
1: do not want to see that
2: you're dead and none of this is real but also no thank you (laughs) yeah and taylor you're
1: reading this so much more careful than i did when i first read it because to be
2: honest we are putting our podcast out in front of people and you were just reading it for there's so many things you're
1: pointing out and i'm like i did not catch that the first time but like noticing that he mentions a girl and like wayne had seen Balsamon and Balsamon was like surprised and then he mentioned like I, i did not Catch the link there the
0: first time. I've They're got links on like links, links on links in here. Kudos. There's another person in
1: that dream that she has too. I don't know if yeah. So she I have a note a on a that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, in white. Saw Rand sleeping on the ground. A woman standing over him, staring down. Egwene had known she was evil, and then there's a flashlight, and they both disappear. Shocking. They're both gone, and that's when we wake up Shocking. and we have traveled. We're in a different world.
2: <laughs> We're all shocked that
0: anyway we go <laughs>
2: on to where we meet this woman yeah well the next
1: day i did want to point one thing out so they come across this monument and rand had just finished being like yeah we got to be really careful and he's like oh a monument let's go see it it's gonna be like the arthur hawkwing mo- monument and loyal's like hey wait you said be careful <laughs> Like every time loyal speaks it's about to say the thing that is like Something Ran shouldn't do, it, like, or if he just sits and listens to Loyal, like he'll understand what's going on. But like he doesn't. It drives me nuts.
2: <laughs> so I know we're playing a game later. So I'm gonna, like, my actual thoughts when I when when they meet a certain someone, I will reveal in our game because I I just it was it's so on point for the game that we're playing. All right. But
1: okay. we'll we'll get through this part quickly then, and we okay. can play our game. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> if you see my
0: notes, so yes. we're not getting through this quick. <laughs>
1: Dun dun dun! We hear a woman scream, and Rand, ah. because it's a woman, he <laughs> just, just, you know, disregard for all danger, and he runs off to help the damsel in distress.
2: I, oh, it's such a. <laughs> I want to say it so bad. <laughs> say it. It's giving Megara from like,
0: oh, Hercules. Yes. That's in my notes. It's giving Megara <gasps> in Hercules. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I I was like, this is not real. This is a setup.
0: I can't believe I. She's like, right there. she's got a stick. Like, <laughs> like. Ah. She's in the like river. Ah. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It
1: was it's same vibes. So here we are with Celine, the woman in white, the beautiful, the most beautiful woman Rand has ever seen. And burn me, but she's beautiful. <laughs> oh, Every time he talks about her hands feeling like silk, I'm just like ugh stop please it's also
2: it just there's some interesting insight in in the sense that we all know this because bad vibes from Rand sometimes but she's very good at like making people feel whatever they want to feel and what he wants to feel it says burn me she's beautiful but she's beautiful and looking at me like i'm a hero in a story and that's all he wants for all of his inaction for all of his whininess he wants to be looked at like the hero in the story without having to sacrifice anything to gain it he
1: just saved her and she's given it to him he saved her from some giant bear frogs which gave me owl bear vibes from dungeons and dragons but but frog bears (laughs) that was also what i wrote down (laughs) (laughs) and yeah here we are we've got we've got selene uh she's dressed in white she has a white horse and she's she's beautiful and even loyal and here and even loyal comes up and he's like like literally is like oh
0: my god you're the most gorgeous
1: person i've ever seen if <laughs> and Everybody's
0: like loyal if there's Don't such speak a the thoughts out loud as a perfect human beauty in face and form <laughs> then you <laughs> like stop i just i do appreciate
1: that the b- most beautiful person i've ever seen is a dark-haired girl though i i, I like that <laughs> as a, as a,
2: a white though, girl. so <laughs> yeah i actually completely missed That she was dark haired because she was described completely in white. (laughs) I just assumed it was like long white hair or blonde hair.
1: She's got black hair. But
2: when you showed me the picture of your cover of the book, uh, (laughs) then I, I, I got that she was not that. She says some things. She says a lot of stuff. She talks a lot very
0: yeah she uh, is,
2: She says some men choose to seek greatness while others are forced to it it is always better to choose than to be forced a man whose force is never completely his own master red flag <laughs> bad vibes <laughs> all the bad vibes
1: okay immediately when i read that the th- this the first time too i was like okay um no like this i was a little distracted
2: (laughs) for a solid second by how often she was described as beautiful and i was like this can't you know robert jordan has you know he's had some bosom lines but like he hasn't gone this far with women like there's something so off about this she's beautiful she's
1: very pretty The, the most beautiful woman of all time she yeah like stranger danger Immediately, vibes like I, she's just
2: like, yeah, I just appeared here. I, I just appeared here. I'm so helpless, and I need a hero to save me. But
1: she knows very specific information very specific about specific information and how to get. She back.
2: also loves Rand when he's in the void. Yes, loves him. She wants him to Ooh. live she, in, in the one That is real sexy for her. Yeah, <laughs> she says, wear this void of yours at all time, and you'll learn uses for it you never suspected look at that look at that closest <laughs> color i had to red flag she and...
1: Ran, she keeps telling Rand to seek greatness and it annoys him but she's pretty so he's fine He's literally
2: i think he says that at he one has point. like a little
1: bit of a tantrum when she's not with him like she gets she's like
2: i want celine to hang out with me yep. <laughs> yeah yeah he, he literally does he's like i'm upset that she's riding not behind riding with and me. then she comes up and rides with him. <laughs> She's like, "Okay.
0: So I have a theory. So many thoughts." All right. I think this is land fear. All right. Yeah. And like even when they first meet her, she says, "I am called Celine." She does not say my name is Celine, that's a very
2: she's also i had black aja because she's very careful when he asks her multiple times if she's i said she says i am not i said not um and like the way she words it is just it's it would be so much faster to say no and she
0: doesn't say that
2: she's a she's so, a lady from Karia. She says
0: i am what and who i am yeah now see i think lanfear forsaken so i don't know if she has to follow those Aes Sedai rules at all as a forsaken i got the vibe of that and i don't
2: i don't know if that's true but she she was really careful with her words and it might be the manipulation coming into play but she was really careful with her words that's yeah um, i definitely
1: just, noticed
0: that too that's if, why
1: if you're wondering if the forsaken have the same kind of rules about like so when the Forsaken were alive, they didn't have the three oaths. Okay, those came in because after because the three oaths came in after the age of the Le- Age of Legends. Yeah.
2: Okay. Then I might be reading from. too much into that. So I I think I, she's Lanfear. I definitely low. noticed like, it just,
0: too, though. Like the way that she was talking was very particular. Yeah,
2: she's yeah. Also, again, I just Rand is so dumb. Like he is noting these things. She searches his bag at one oh, point. Oh my and he's god! Like. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, well, I, I just... have a little speck on my dress, so I wanted to change into your shirt so Wait, I could clean like, it." Can, when he thinks of her naked, space. and
0: then she's like, "Ah, no, stop! It's so uncomfy." And then she like, she's like. And then he's Oh like, wait, I
1: did want to point out, wait, wait, like cause she mentioned she's a, a high lady from Karian or whatever, and then he compares it to Moraine, and it's hilarious because Moraine also came from a high family in uh, Karian. So just the way he like compares them as like, Oh Moraine's I yeah. Sedai, but like also Moraine happens to be a high lady from Karian, which I just thought was funny.
2: It's just like also yeah, so she's looking yeah and then look she's at like, his bag. <laughs> she's like, look at through his bag. And he's just like, What are you doing? Bad things, Rand. She's doing bad things. Like she's it, so pretty. I don't know.
0: She's just, oh, I'm I to make it in front of you. I need to
2: just put, put on your shirt. My
0: dress. It's just big enough to cover my body because I'm so small and you're a big strong man. But you can almost see. Also my- convenient <laughs> as they
2: are unable like she's trying to get them to go to a very specific portal stone to transport them back and then Gran's like I don't want to do that and I'm not going to do that and I'm having none of this and then she's like Oh my goodness, we're being chased by these. Evil I, okay, I'm so glad again, you said it was convenient right?
1: because that was immediately, I was like, oh wow, that was so convenient that these the girls would like, just show up. I
0: wrote it down and I was like, yeah, so she's controlling them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so fun. F- at first, there's five. He kills them all. And she's like, oh, there's more. How many arrows do you have? Because she's just Yeah, of these you can see her like,
1: like almost annoyance. She's like, oh,
2: damn it, I thought five would be enough. <laughs>
1: I love when she gets annoyed with him, too, in some moments. Like, oh yeah, gosh, she has the... to
2: take a deep, calming breath a lot. Yeah, and she's I'm like, like, "Girl, me too how around Moraine around probably is, like,
1: acting inside is how she acts on the outside. <laughs> it's like, <sighs>
2: Rand. <laughs> Rand, you're so stubborn, and I love that about you, except...
1: Except stopping you. Sometimes stubborn
2: right <laughs> you could
1: stop. Yeah. So, basically, she, like, convinces Rand to go, like, forces Rand to go to this portal stone. And like, kind of explains how to use it, which is just, she's like, I don't know how I got here, but like, I think this is what you do. I don't know. it might be.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I but don't weirdly, the her. stone, is, the stone is right here, and this is how you have to use it, and this is what's gonna happen when you do. And she just knows yeah, everything, and she's like, oh, the library in Car. I was saying, Carheim, Carian, Carian <laughs> is like Kar-ian. the best library. So like yeah I just yeah read. I just like okay, she also somehow knows
1: that this world is like a shadow of the one they're actually in, so the trail herein was following is like actually not happened yet, yeah so if they go back, then like they'd be there before well,
2: she reveals that once they're through, I think but yeah still, and convinces them to stay in one spot for more days than Rand is comfortable, but obviously she just guilts him into staying, yeah so- he also like he flags a whole bunch of stuff that she's Saying that's just weird, like the fact that she knows stuff that Loyal doesn't know, which I was like, that's misogyny coming from him, really. He's like, my guy friend doesn't know that, and he reads <laughs> like, a lot of books, so like, how do you Stop. know that? But I mean, he's right, like, she definitely has very specific knowledge. It's just the way his awareness goes about it. I was just like, oh man. She still also a bit like you.
1: She calls loyal something like an old word for Ogier, which loyal is like surprised to hear.
2: Yes, and so we a lantern, a lantern. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how quickly we want to go through this, but she, they, they do fat. In fact, sneak in and get the horn. Yeah. So basically,
1: like we get back into our own world, and they're waiting to see. And in between the waiting, we do get Nynaeve and Egwene getting to Tarvalin and they get one lesson from the Amaryllon seat, which goes terrible for Nynaeve. (laughs) Nynaeve. (laughs) Except that... She manages to force Nynaeve to like basically throw the Amaralyn seat across the room. And like the Amaralyn seat is sh- she's not surprised that like that she has that much power. But like she's shocked that she was able to do it almost. And then she basically like locks her power down immediately. She's like, well, I could shield you. Like you're not that great yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> I... a good
2: moment for Nynaeve to like get a lesson.
1: She needs her ego bruised a little bit.
2: Yeah, she needs it. I love her. I still love her. I mm-hmm. like even with her stubbornness throughout the whole trip like i'm still loving her but she she needed that mm-hmm. because she needed to be reminded like what's at stake as well yeah she's very she's she's outwardly not i think she's coming to accept it herself but she's outwardly in denial that she would miss the power and the hammerlin seat is like i can take this away forever mm-hmm. and nynaeve is is bothered.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Distraught. Well, Egwene is just like trying her hardest. (laughs) Nynaeve says like, oh, she'd rather learn how to use a sword. It's like, that's useful. And the Amarylline seat like locks her down, throws her up in the air, says she can take away the power and stuff. Do you want a sword? (laughs) She says, Big hairy man and so forth. He can do nothing to me while I can do anything at all to him. And like, yeah, I, I love Suan. Suan's cool. <laughs> yeah. The power is there for you, naive. You yeah. could Scarlet be really strong.
1: Yeah. So y- the girls finally get to Tarvalon, which is like we finally arrived. They basically walk through the gates. And then we're back with Rand. <laughs> and yeah, Rand and crew, they're waiting for Fane. They finally see the camp. They manage to, like, somehow sneak down, steal the horn and dagger, and they get it out. It's very confusing because it's in the dark, and I'm like, how far away are they from all these people?
2: I, like, three miles. I just,
1: I... It's it's chaotic how quickly they get in and out
2: i mean a lot of that was just kind of attributed to the fact that he's using the void aka the power yeah yes so i was like kind of anything's possible here for him Mm -hmm. and then they
1: managed to just yeah run it back to to Takari, and i believe Selene shows them how to open the yeah she shows them how to open like the container the the horn is in that's where Rand puts the dagger And then
2: he does do a couple things that I was like, I mean, you're doing the
0: bare minimum, but like at least you're doing (laughs) something. He doesn't let her touch it. Which when she first met them and was like, oh, what are you doing? She was like, please let me touch it. Like promise you'll let me touch it. And he doesn't promise. is
2: ready loyal is like hey you want it i will give it to you like go for it girl and rand is like he just kind of the thing is that i don't think he knows why he's doing it but he is he definitely grabs it and he's like no and he puts the dagger in the chest with it Mm -hmm. which we do not have time we do not have time this the dagger is very dangerous we need to keep it in there and it fits perfectly so this is great and then she keeps requesting to see it and she does not ask Rand. she asks loyal so she's wrapping Loyal right around her little finger. <laughs> and Rand is, which I was like, this is where his stubbornness is coming into play very well. He he is very adamant about her not touching it, even though he's like sad that he won't let her touch it. Yeah. It seems like he's he's like, why can't I just give this woman what she wants?
1: Yeah. And then the last thing we read is on the trip to Karian, they pass this spot where this like giant statue thing is being unearthed. I wrote bets on if this ever comes back into play. And Rand has a, has a little moment with the statue, where he's just staring into it, and it's calling him. And and Celine pulls him out of it, but she's she's feeling stressed about this.
2: Yeah, she's she's a yeah, <laughs> she,
1: she was upset about that.
2: I feel like she was like, "This is gonna be so easy," and she's like, oh, "I hate this man. <laughs> like, <does> <laughs>
0: so, ah, so why is he crazy?" <laughs> yeah and he, that is that's where well, we end. well, he he is looking at this crystal ball in the hand statue, and like he goes into the void and like tries to release it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. let him go. and he tries to push it away, and it held like granite. and he has this, like you said, a moment where he the light is filling him, blinding him, power filled him. He was one with the sphere the power was his the power was his power to break the world and he's saying till shade is gone till water is gone into the shadow with teeth bared to spit in sight blinder's eye on the last day he which they all he- don't they don't hear nobody around him hears anything except last day yeah he's like mumbling he's, he's like, like mumbling day <laughs> but some something's going on some yep. something's and happening I mean, with this I will, sphere i will also
2: say so they they come to an inn. Fun. Which has never little been good. <laughs> no, fun little inn. Little nice nod to Tolkien.
0: <laughs> yes. The nine, nine rings. Nine
2: rings? No.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, and that's like <laughs> I, one of his favorite I, I...
0: stories.
2: Yeah. That's cute. Isn't that yeah. cute? I appreciated that. Yeah. Wow, that's, that. that's the and one, one mention
0: of Lord of the Rings in this entire book. Nothing else has been right? relevant no or any other close allusions to, that to story.
2: it at all. <laughs> we also have, you know, she, Lean, she wants her and Ran to leave this. she's very adamant about not staying in this inn like mm-hmm. weirdly adamant but I mean everything about her is weird so it's fine she's like, I like and the stars she promises not to bring up the horn again if he will just go away with her but bring the horn and but he has to bring the horn obviously it has to be there she <laughs> yeah. just won't talk about it and <laughs> <laughs> And he says, I can't, Celine. the horn. The horn is not mine. I told you that. And then the last line we were left with is she turned her back on him, her white cloak walling him off as effectively as Brick. So he's pissed her off. Yeah, she is not. She's big real, unhappy.
0: She definitely came into this thinking she had this in the bag. She could control this boy so easily. To and- be honest,
2: though, I think if they would have had the horn when they found her, I think he would have given it to her because he was pretty smitten from the get-go.
0: Yeah. And I think
2: the more time she's there, the less effective it is for him.
0: Her seductress arts have definitely affected him. He's,
2: he's, He's getting too used to her beauty and it's not as effective. <laughs> She's so pretty. <laughs>
0: She's to spice it up a little. So This yeah.
2: is where I was like, also, he ain't thinking about, he even notes that he's like not thinking about Egwene and then he keeps getting like Egwene pity points. He's like, well, Egwene's also really pretty.
0: <laughs> like, Yeah, she hey, crosses <laughs> every now and then and he's like, oh yeah, I was promised to her. But like, but like, I could do marry- I still <laughs> really want her? I could marry this but, girl. Oh, look at this girl. Anna, she she can't can't literally thinks about marrying
2: her like, like multiple times. I'm like, yeah. Dude, calm oh, down. gosh. Every time he
1: calls her hand silk, I'm just like, ugh, nah. It's because she's so obviously like, they're just missing all the obvious points that she's giving off. Like, she knows all these things. She knows how to get in and out. She just I happened can, to appear. That every also, time she like,
0: wants to do something, something happens to yeah. so do that. Like, come on. She is yeah, so it's, it's shady, but kills me. she's hot enough for it not to matter. They don't notice. Yes, it's <laughs> too hot.
1: And that is where we ended. Yeah. I wanted to play a game. Okay, I'm ready for the game. It's called It's Giving. I'm so ready for the game. <laughs> Basically, where I give a scenario, I, I wrote down a few scenarios, but it sounds like you two were really on the It's yeah. Giving train. So feel free to bring in your own scenarios here.
2: Okay.
1: And yeah, you tell me what It's Giving. <laughs> so the first one I have, and Taylor, I don't know if you, oh, I put them in the, in the notes thing. But the first one is Moraine having private talks with her very best friend, the Amaralyn Seat. And I wrote, it's giving, they were very good friends who also just happened to live together. <laughs>
0: giving pillow friends. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's definitely giving roommates that were <laughs> their roommates. It's
2: giving, I'm not going to like how their relationship is defined yeah. <laughs> in reality. Yeah, yeah it's giving. could be a little too hetero for me. <laughs>
0: It's giving it, like, Jordan wasn't brave enough to say it.
2: It's the vaguest of... It's giving Jordan wasn't brave it's enough. It's
0: absolutely the vaguest of <laughs> things.
1: But in the show, they do play it up a lot more, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, Varen basically guessing that one of the boys with Moraine is the dragon. Just
2: It's giving icon. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love Mor- Varen. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't have anything with this taste, so.
2: <laughs> Me either. It's icon. I said yeah, it that it's was fine. Yeah, <laughs> it got that covered.
1: Rand learning he is second in command of the crew, trying to find the horn and the panic.
2: Ah, uh, it's giving Nepal Baby. <laughs> ah!
0: nothing i say is better than that that was
2: (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry Uh,
1: (laughs) big nepo baby he's just a shepherd he's just a shepherd
0: oh that was perfect yeah it is (laughs) absolutely
1: (laughs) Uh, Egwene having strange dreams about rand being in danger that she absolutely knows to be true it's giving woman (laughs) just intuition woman's intuition yeah
0: absolutely
2: (laughs) It's giving Alice. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alice Cullen.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <gasps> Selene showing up in the same strange world as Rand and crew, just just in need of some help.
0: It's giving, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's giving watching your ex's story and then showing up at the same place they are and like accidentally bumping into them and are like, oh my God, <laughs> what are the odds? Like, how are you? Also, I look super hot right now, so... <laughs> My weight
2: dress <laughs> It's really giving it's really giving Meg from Hercules. That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> what so it's really idea. giving. For sure. It was. And
1: the last one I have is Celine knowing all sorts of things, like the oneness and the old name for an o and just generally how to even get out of this world. Just she just knows all the things.
0: It's giving it's giving the old, experienced, dangerous magic lady in like a pretty youthful body that gets healed back in the last act <laughs> and gives us a jump scare. <laughs> yeah. Or uh
1: oh uh, Melisandra from Game of Thrones, the the red mm, lady.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <my> reference. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, uh, it's giving it's giving it's okay. We're lucky she's so hot. <laughs> She's so pretty. <gasps> okay. Actually, it's giving. I'm not like other girls.
0: <laughs> it's giving, pick me, girl. <laughs> it's giving. I didn't know girls oh. could read and know that much. <laughs> <laughs> giving i don't like Rand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right give me some of yours because i know the two of you may have more <laughs> i uh,
0: have I two had... more on this list I, are they marissa's oh, or? oh. maybe i d- added them in later <laughs> maybe i did I more work. Forgot
1: about them
2: <laughs> it's giving it's giving boss
1: <laughs> my other one is uh, neneve manages to get angry enough to throw the amaryland seat against the wall i love taylor's here <laughs>
0: Oh, go te. It's giving when you had a fight with your mom as a kid and you go into your bedroom and like whisper, scream, swear words, and, like punch the bed or like do the middle finger to the door, <laughs> like red hot childhood angst. <laughs>
2: and it's
1: finally giving, it's, here, go ahead. Like
2: same thing it's giving toddler handing you a fake phone and you have to answer it like, <laughs> just like good job child
1: and finally Egwene just trying her absolute hardest during these lessons but mostly it's the Aes Sedai just wanting to see what Neneve can do it's
0: giving little sister when the effortless older sister is doing everything that she wants to do and you can't yet because you're the little sister say,
2: it's, it's giving middle child syndrome <laughs> Uh, yeah. So what about Egwene worrying about Rand as he is absolutely just continuously looking at
0: Selene <laughs> or Selene? It's giving get over him, hun. <laughs> it's giving he's just not that into you.
2: <laughs> oh, nice. that, was, that was good. <laughs> I think I have another one, but if you have one, Tay, maybe you can go. I don't have any. Oh. Can we just do Lan and Nynaeve just in general? <laughs> giving my favorite it's giving marissa the the feels is what is (laughs) happening Giving Marissa
0: life it's giving couple goals
2: it's giving a reason to read this book (laughs) Uh, love that Uh, all right i i i do want to follow that up because i i just want to be clear that i'm not hating this at all that was that was a joke (laughs) <laughs> read disclaimer. it for more than just the relationship but do read it for their relationship
1: i've said this a couple times but the ending of this book is one of my most favorite i of, trust of you series. with
2: my whole heart it's gonna be and amazing. i don't
1: mean to like overhype the ending in any way because there's lots of good endings in this series but i do i do love this ending
0: our characters for right one now... specific reason
1: that you guys will immediately know <laughs>
0: Our characters right now are giving us so much room for growth. They can yes. they can go so many places with where we've started. <laughs> there, you can only go up. Really. Well,
1: I won't say that yet. Yeah, oh.
2: you know what? Matt saying he's he's a fool, but he re- he wants to be a live fool. It's giving growth. <laughs> it's giving
0: growth. <laughs> it's giving maturity.
1: Uh, all right. Well, on that note, give me give me your uh, your MBT and your LVT rankings here. Whoever has them ready first. Tay, you got your notes
0: out. I think she's got them ready. I'm doing my homework at the last second. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you've never left anything to the last second. I don't... This is really uncharacteristic of you. This is brand new. So uncharacteristic. (laughs) I don't know if we're counting tom still i mean he's not in the story right now he's alive he's coming back but yeah
2: he's alive he's fine but
0: (laughs) we can leave him off i
2: think because i was just thinking
0: where do i put this man (laughs) he's basically just sitting in my ninth place as like a placeholder till he does something again (laughs) even though his cloak and flute were mentioned in here and they did not get burned points they did not get burned when marine burned all the clothes so i think those are still trackable Anyways,
1: yeah, uh, Moraine told us that she doesn't think he's dead, so she wouldn't have burned his stuff.
0: Yeah, but she burned all their other stuff because it was trackable. That's why she gave them all new clothes, but she oh, yeah, didn't get but, like, his clothes. it wasn't theirs,
1: specifically? Or did he put it somewhere else?
0: He, like, had it hidden okay. and was like, oh, good thing she didn't get to this. And I was like, she did it for a reason, bro. Anyways, <laughs> in eighth place, we have the one and only Rand. <laughs> He is our main character, and also it the worst. Ran. So <laughs> that's fine. In eighth, we have Matt. He didn't do a whole lot. He didn't do a lot bad. You know, he had some growth, but yeah, Matt hasn't had a, a huge part it, to play yet. Yeah, he's he's got he's had some work to do. Anyways, for where he started, he was there <laughs> this time. So. <laughs> No, like, that must be why he acts out so much. He just doesn't get enough attention. That's probably true. In six, yeah, It's giving middle child. <laughs> Matt it, it, is literally the middle child. <laughs> In sixth, I have Nynaeve. Uh, she's just... I just want her to embrace her power. And then... She's gonna shoot right up. I was I was gonna chastise you for that placement. I really was. And I know I she's gonna be like... I understand. I understand. I get it. Uh in fifth we have Perrin because he is starting to accept his uh power a little bit there. Not not a lot,
1: but he's he, you know what? He opened up to one person, and that is the gateway to opening up.
0: <laughs> again, it's giving growth. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he reached out to them again when he, he was like I'm not doing this. So he's. It just couldn't be me. I would. I would take those wolf powers and run with it. You are a Gwaine, like just like. Oh, I can channel. <laughs> I'm gonna do it really dangerously in practice when I'm not supposed to. Absolutely. In fourth, they have Moraine. She's. We're seeing uh, the ruthless side of her a little bit. She hasn't done anything, but she's like, might have to kill you. I'm definitely hiding stuff from you. <laughs> the secret secret i think the danger. funniest thing is
2: you're like this is this is the bad thing about moraine and yet it's what you want you want you want people to be a little bit more cutthroat <laughs>
0: it's it's true i mean i i love when things happen in books yeah. that's why we read them <laughs> yeah of course in third we have lamb he was just a helpful sword daddy in second Egwene, will love a eager girl, and I really like the dreamer foretelling. The dreamer aspect, future. Really cool. She's a uh, yeah. Dreams on. are very important in this world.
2: Do not skip dreams
0: don't skip anything you guys are crazy song skippers and stuff Nah, i take you note can't of those tell things. Me
2: songs aren't boring in books
0: <laughs> it, okay some in lord of the rings were like six pages long and that was a bit much but i read them <laughs> i read them too i didn't enjoy them but i read them yeah, and i immediately skip I, I know alex chaotic, just so. flipped
2: through you read the end of the book sometimes before you start it and i Okay. sometimes i need to know what's gonna happen <laughs> sometimes i need to know the characters names first
1: i actually big spoiled something in this book for myself when i was reading not this book but the series and uh i was a don't li- don't I was tell little us mad at myself <laughs> i won't tell you but okay. i was a little bit mad at myself for that tell us when it happens though
2: i will when yeah. we find out you can tell us that you spoiled yeah. that and we can it'll judge be a while and then first loyal nah i just i don't it's really see him dropping well, to be honest so- hey I just you know every you started your list and I was like oh, our lists aren't going to be different at all and then you kept going and I was like wow <laughs> <laughs> so I have I, I actually I'm going to go out on a limb here I'm going to say Rand is his ninth <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom's flute is doing more than Rand <laughs> oh, no. I could not with this man he actively made the lives of the people around him much worse <laughs> Zero out of ten. Go back to the start and try poor, again. Poor Rand. He's in distress.
0: <laughs>
2: Rand did some he's therapy. He's doing better than a man we're presuming is dead right now. He's doing worse, I mean. So, you know? Oh, Rand. Bar on floor, you literally dug a hole under it. It's not good. All right. So that, that's a big drop for Rand. I just I just want you to notice that on my first list, like, the highest he's ever been is seventh. <laughs> All right, and then we have we have Tom, who's not doing a whole lot, <laughs> but he's doing more than Rand. Uh, we have Matt, and I'm actually kind of sad I can't bump him up a little bit more because I want to. I want to acknowledge the growth he's gone through. But everyone else is doing so much that like I feel like the rest of the list is like I'm loving everyone. So he's a little bit more. Yeah, he he just you know he'll 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 get up there. I'm starting to feel bad for him though. Like, I'm starting to understand him, too, and, and he's coming around, so I feel like we're on the uptick. I mean, currently,
1: like, I don't know if they've told him that he has months to live, but they told his friends he has months to
2: live, so. Yeah, that was a little unclear, but I assumed he knew. Yeah. Yeah. We just
1: didn't see it. And yet he has less, like, stress about it, it seems, than Rand exactly. has about Rand, fact that he has- Ninth place.
2: <laughs> You're doing literally worse than your friend who has months to live, and he doesn't get to be named a hero at the end of it. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> All right. Six is a uh, Perrin, so I love that he's opening up a little bit, but he's still still really guarded. And we didn't get a whole lot of we we honestly kind of got more Matt mm-hmm. than him. Egwene is in fifth, not really because like she's done anything wrong, but because everyone else above her is just a little bit I'm more in love with. <laughs> Loyal is fourth. I did drop him because he fell for the charms. It's not his fault. <laughs> so beautiful. She's so beautiful. you know, I can only read Loyal say that she's so beautiful so many times before he drops the placement. Moraine went up mostly because I have to respect the fact that she's this. I knew she'd been working on this for years. This has been a long time. Like this, she really has dedicated her whole life to this. Plus, we met her pillow friends. So that's fun for her. (laughs) And two is Lan because I'm in love with him. I don't love him. I'm in love with him. And one is my girl, Nynaeve, who is, yes, I agree. I wish she would accept her powers, but at least she's coming around on the fact that like, she's starting to acknowledge how much value like, they have. She's convinced herself that like,
1: oh, I can use them for something. I can and use so them for something them. and she
2: is. And also, it's, her anger is kind of keeping it in check while also being the only way she can access it. So like, her stubbornness kind of has to be there right now. Like, she can't, I think if she would like she's gonna have to wean herself off of her anger.
1: Yeah, and I will say the like the pill. Like I I wish there was more of the Moraine Suan. Like I truly do wish there was more. Well, of we it. did, you know, but sh- we, we just have to write a fanfic.
0: We might. I'm sure there's a <laughs> we ought to. In that we have too. Have to.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: That is that's where we're at. So next up, we have reading chapter twenty one to chapter forty. And I will give, I think I gave a content warning or trigger warning last episode. But for this part of the book and to the end, there's definitely like torture, physical abuse, emotional abuse, enslavement. And yeah. Okay. So keep that in mind as you're reading. They did put it in the show. I don't know if anybody's watching the show. And it was horrible. It, they put it more in the show, I think. That's not really important in regards to this. But anyways, it's just a warning to put out there. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have. Any final predictions or thoughts from you two?
2: Oh, I got really excited that we met Shurim because I wrote down her name in the last book.
1: Yes, she is the yeah. um. What do they call her?
2: She's like- keeper of novices. The, or? Yeah, yeah novice. like the, yeah, she's in charge of the novices, which is they call her something. I can't um, remember. interesting. I think that Maureen trust like it's just a nice little nod that Maureen trusted her so much to give out her name so obviously might be a strained relationship but yeah and they're both uh,
1: sorry mistress of novices is what yeah and they're all they are both fluaja so they're of the same like house (laughs)
2: uh i also just have written at the top this was my first note i made on the book which is rand is so dumb
0: (laughs) i questioned if the is it carathon cycle koreathon koreathon cycle if that was the alternate title for this series
1: oh that could be i'm i don't know maybe i'll
2: look that up i could i could see that please do because we're not allowed to google this <laughs> I'm not
0: allowed to google anything related to it is the the title of, like the prophecies of the
1: dragon but yeah that would have been maybe he was gonna use that I like that i don't know it just stuck yeah. out all oh. right okay all right Let's see what uh uh rand and the crew and everybody else are up to later
2: on sounds good all right so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the queens of fantasy podcast if you would like more from us please go ahead and follow the link in the description of this podcast to our discord server where you can talk about a whole bunch of books or talk about this book or talk about other books as we share. It. On, on Rand. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me how much you also don't like Rand or you like him. Maybe you'll change my mind. You can do that by following the link, as I mentioned. It also will lead to uh, you know, some channels by our sister podcast, the book jar pod. So there's lots of books in general being talked about there. So definitely go check that out. If you want even more than that, go give us a follow on Instagram where you can see beautiful posts that we put up and you can follow us along with as we're reading and all that good stuff that is at queens of fantasy pod on instagram otherwise if you're looking to direct your anger at me because i don't like rand uh you can not do that but you could also go follow me on my instagram
1: please don't direct anger (laughs) no anger
2: but if you want to you know bond over rand that's fine maybe you also love lan i'd be open to that (laughs) at maddie dancer on Instagram if you want to follow my other podcast our sister podcast it's at the book jar pod where we talk about a variety of books and have lots of fun over there and if you're somehow interested in video games and on this podcast good for you cuz i am too go listen to my other podcast at crown heathens or give us a follow on instagram for the most chaotic content you will ever find okay oh. where can they find you? you
0: can find me on instagram at current tay reading i completely forgot <laughs> my handle there you didn't That's forget it. it was dramatic effect oh <laughs> well, yeah you should change your
1: your discord your discord handle to current a reading too that would be fun don't you don't have to do that if you don't want to <laughs> so you're gonna have to <laughs> tell I me how to do it. that
0: <laughs> my tech support it would be
1: on brand
2: <laughs> All Right, tech support where can they find you
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i do want to point out when you say maddie dancer it's t's not d's yes I it is thank always you always assume it's d
2: m-a-t-t-i-e
1: you can follow me at a creative al on Instagram or you can find me on our Discord server as Alex Sedai, I believe. <laughs> And I can't remember. I if that's believe, true. but
2: maybe not. Either way, it'll
1: be Alex with an eye. <laughs>
2: it'll be an inert Discord server, so you'll you'll know who she is. Other than that, we thank you again for listening and joining us on the journey as we put up with Rand and we listen to love stories that are so great they only need one page and all the other things we found <laughs> in these chapters. Oh and we look forward to meeting you in the next chapters. Thanks everyone. Bye.